Alright, so welcome to Three Canadian Thumbs. Yeah, boy. Hello. Hello. I am Jamie. Pierre. Rita. And we're here on our third episode. Yes, indeed. We're still together after three episodes. Isn't that incredible? It's one for each. Yes. Three thumbs up to <laughs> three thumbs up to to unifying our cause to talk about entertainment because l- let us remind our audience that we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. We so, very talk good. Yeah, we very talk much, good much, for much, a very talk. long time. <laughs> we love you very long time, and uh, I, we saw a couple of people started <laughs> listening to our episodes, and it's yeah. weird around. There's around, um, there's around forty different people that mm. listen to around thirty minutes each of our episodes. It's like wow, people listen to like ten hours of us. Thanks, damn, you must Thanks. like us. Yeah. So thank you, our adoring fans. Yeah. We're we're here for <laughs> you, and uh, well, ju- all this to tell you, uh, we talk about whatever the hell we want. So. Um, we talked about video games so far, so today we're gonna talk about movies too. So if that's your thing, stick around. If that's not, still stick around. We need you. <laughs> I'm still gonna mention some games. Yeah, same here. That's for sure. So uh, we're gonna start off by uh, just saying, okay, what the fuck did you do during your week? Uh, last week was a really good week. Um, if I'd have to say what was really cool about this week is that I listened to you guys and I took the time to watch the kind of funny game showcase, but, mm. uh, we'll get to that, uh, eventually, but more, uh, more urgently, I'd say, uh, last Thursday I went to the movies with Pierre and, uh, we saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. originally when I saw the trailer, I thought, oh my God, that's pretty bold. I mean... Putting all that kind of, uh, c- how can I call it, culture diversity inside the Spider-Man cast. It's a first for so many things. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. It, it stems originally from uh, the first Spider-Man uh, reboot in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when they were going to, which was eventually given to Andrew Garfield. Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield? Yeah, the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man movies. Yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh, originally, when when it was announced that they were going to reboot uh, the the franchise, people online uh, said, uh, why not have a black Spider-Man? And it, uh, it, it went viral. Um, they mentioned... God, what's his name? Childish Gambit. Gen- yeah, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's been a candidate. Uh, yeah. And, oh, uh, that would have been... That would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, and from there, um, writer at Marvel, uh, uh, I'm not good with names Brian today. Brian Michael Bendis. Thank you. Uh, what? Brian is that Mike- his real name? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're yeah. making it. Nicholas yeah. Nicholas. <laughs> is that his real <laughs> name? Arcade Top 10. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he murdered Peter Parker in one of his comics, uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man comics, which, yeah. which are a rebranding of... Uh, Spider-Man, while that one was going concurrently. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Ultimate. Um, yeah. That came out after Spectacular, Amazing. It came out right uh, It's after Amazing. I don't think it's after Spectacular. But basically, Ultimate was a, a retelling right after the uh, clone stuff people or when he got married or whatever people were like oh spider-man's too old now so we need to go back to his roots but we want to keep the fans of the original so the the original story has kept going but ultimate was like oh mm. we're, we're gonna retell everything from the past 30 years but much better and uh bendis did that extremely well his his run is much better than the original long spider-man run oh, really? and uh yeah he he agreed with the fans and uh he killed off Peter Parker and brought Miles Morales to the front. Yeah, yeah. Miles Morales is uh, basically this uh, this new Spider-Man, and it was in the comics way before it was in this movie. Um, it's uh, been like at least six, six, seven years. Well, it's, it's been, been since the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. It's been a long time. It feels yeah. really and recent. It, it's not just. Um, it's not just like a, a, a call for something different. The comics are really appreciated. It's really mm, well yeah. written. Um, it's the, the character some of the is most, liked. Yeah. Uh, Miles Morales is a compelling He's uh, easily alternative my, to Peter Parker. My favorite really? Spider-Man, yeah, yeah easily. Yeah. Um, he he's also drawn by Sarah Picelli at first, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the best artists at Marvel. Who worked on the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, see, I'm really interested to know what you thought about it because even if I didn't go see the movie, I was a huge fan of the original comics. Okay, yeah. uh, amazing, spectacular, mm. and everything. I remember the original Clone Wars, the Symbiote yeah. Wars, and everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, the I remember. Cartoon. Oh yeah, and and I, re- I remember how brutal it was when I learned for the first time that you can have really brutal violence in video games when mm. Carnage started uh, appearing in the comic books. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a good good game. Separation oh, yeah. anxiety. <laughs> People hated it. Yeah. But, uh, Great I, music. It was amazing for me as a eight-year-old or whatever. Yeah, no, it was... Yeah. Uh, like, Spider-Man, I think for all of us, has always been kind of a like presence in our entertainment lives. Yeah. It might have been like the 90s cartoon or the 60s cartoon even. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he's the definitely mysterious. the best like superhero, like hands down. For like, uh, you can you can argue that obviously, but I think <laughs> that like for for children, like the idea that he's he he starts off as a nerd uh, who can't, and then eventually he can't really like he has to juggle between his real life and his superhero life. Yeah, uh, like that that's something that's just so accessible compared to like an alien from the sky or. Like a multimillionaire uh, beating petty crime. Uh. <laughs> well, definitely Spider-Man yeah. is probably one of the most relatable yeah. for uh, teenagers or uh, teenagers of all ages. Wouldn't and you say it's like the Hannah Montana of superheroes because of the double <laughs> life and everything and the relatability <laughs> when he's he's not a superstar? Maybe he brought everyone. that. Hannah Montana is the Tony Montana of music. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> that, that, that's debatable. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> basically, yeah, Miles Morales is like the the kind of better Spider-Man in my opinion, or at least the 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 Spider-Man for the modern age. Like they, he came out less than a decade ago, and um, he, he it's it's sort of a retelling of Peter Parker, like uh, stuff with his uncle at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's just his There's own. There's a lot of parallels. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels. There's a lot of resemblances. 
But um, just to say, in general, Spider-Man has had like a very good year in 2018, if you think about it, within oh. the Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Um, there was the video game, and there was the Into the Spider-Verse movie, which I feel this is probably the lowest profile out of the three we mentioned. Yeah. But to be honest, it's definitely the best Spider-Man related content that came out this year. Really? Ever. Oh, way better than the game. Way I'm better gonna than say ever. I, 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 believe... I think it might be the yeah. best Spider-Man thing ever. Like I, I include, oh, I include the comics. I include the, the 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 animated shows. I include the movies, the, especially the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the best Spider-Man thing. There, I say the best thing. <laughs> oh. oh, but. Honestly, like, you asked us what our impressions are of this movie. Like, we don't want to go too much into spoiler territory because this is the first weekend. Like, it came out this Friday. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're recording this on Sunday. So, um, just as I saw it, it's probably the most visually impressive. It is, no, definitely it is the most visually impressive movie I've seen this year. The art direction is bonkers. This decade, I, this this like uh, maybe <laughs> maybe the last time you were this impressed was when you watched Fantasia as a kid. It's, it's really like, oh, it's it's, it's incredible as an animated movie. It really like went beyond my expectations, and the 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 third act just visually is it's out there. I'm the mm. moment I, I we finished watching that movie, I went online and I was like, when's the art book coming? Uh, by the way, it's December eighteenth. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yep. it's probably all. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at it and I'm like, I I, I need this in my life because I can I couldn't think that an animated movie could look this good anymore, and mm. just like there's small details in the presentation, even just when like the the um, there's a Marvel logo at the beginning and there's uh, when the movie starts you can see there's a comic book filter mm-hmm. on the whole movie you know like the CMYK little dots when you uh, look the- at like old. Like 70s comic books, you could just see like all the colored points everywhere. Yeah, like They're, the Pulp Fiction style books. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. uh, the whole movie has that. Yeah, that huh. filter is going on, and it doesn't distract from the movie at all. It just gives it so much personality, and I think that's one of the the words I'd use to describe that movie a lot is that it has so much personality. Just the mm. the way you're introduced to Miles, what's his daily life? You know, waking up, uh, talking to his parents, going to school. They take like a few minutes to set it up, and you're just you're into it. You're you're carried all the way through, and it's there's good visuals going with it. There's a great story, amazing comedy too. Like this is one of <laughs> yeah. the I don't funniest. Uh, yeah, yeah, not cringy. No, nope. absolutely not. No, whoa, no, very well written. It's okay. rare that I go see a movie and like my sides are split by laughing. Yeah, one of, one of the voice actors is John Mulaney, which is arguably one of the greatest comedians of all time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he does. So, a, he's a, does stand up comedy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. tall dude, handsome. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, remember when you were younger and like Square Enix or Squaresoft at the time would be the people that would blow your mind with CG. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VIII, the opening video. Yeah. God damn, did that and give then, me a then big Then there was that, that really horrible movie, but it was really impressive because all the hair were done individually, uh, Spirits Within. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 And then from there, CG has just improved but never impressed you. This is that movie oh. that's going to impress you again. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. my hype comes from the fact that it's the most refreshing thing I've seen in pro- like 
this decade. Yeah. 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 It's one Jesus. of the best animated movies ever. Period. And definitely one of the top of this year's. Like, uh, this is one of the top things I... We're over things, though, but not really. Like, the, like I'm, I'm confident enough that you, like even with all that hype, you'll have a good time. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm convinced. We 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 have been talking about it for the past probably five minutes, and you already sold this. I, movie I, I'm, to me. I'm still thinking. I'm just thinking about when I'm gonna go see it again. Yeah, me too. I I don't usually go uh, see movies twice, especially when I'm poor right now. But um, I'm gonna go see it again for sure. Oh, yeah. geez. Also, wait for after the credits. It's not what you think, but it's totally two, worth it. There's two post credit scenes, as yeah. uh, MCU does. Two. Um, yeah. Stay for the credits, watch the credits, enjoy the credits. Did they dedicate this one to... Uh, Absolutely. Spend? That's yeah. one of the post credits scenes. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it, because obviously there's a... Uh, there's an appearance by Stanley in the movie, considering Spider-Man is his, his most famous... Mm. Rest in, in peace, big guy. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Stanley. We love you. Yeah, I I used to think like I didn't expect one because I in my head the uh, Spider-Man video game was his last. Mm-hmm. And he, he might have recorded a few like maybe Probably Avengers Four Avengers well, is gonna yeah. or Five. I can't remember. Yeah. And then, but in the game, like he has this little moment with uh, with Spider-Man and MJ, and uh, it was a really beautiful moment, mm-hmm. like seeing it with. Uh, is passing but well this this one like, <laughs> yeah yeah this one it, it just it hits it, it, it hits a different a chord it's it less chord. it's less personal like the one in the, the video game is more of a personal thing like he says you're always my favorites you two are yeah. always my favorites yeah. well, really? for, for some yeah. reason he's southern now but yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't <laughs> my accent we're canadians <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah but yeah the his his presence in that movie uh, yeah it doesn't like push it itself too much into the movie, but yeah. This is this is a this like, is I a don't want to yeah. say too much about the movie because like just go see it. It's uh it and I'm kind of pushing for everyone to go see it because it yeah. didn't get a lot of uh, it didn't get like what? it didn't get a lot of uh, recognition. Like I said, I feel like out of Avengers or the video game. Most people didn't know that Into the Spider-Verse first was even a thing. I guess the marketing was low. Yeah. But But I've heard about it like uh, 18 (laughs) months ago or 20-something months ago. Yeah. It's just that, yeah, but for for general public, it hasn't been pushed much. It's like, oh, it's an animated movie. It's not the MCU. Mm -hmm. But like, if if the MCU... uh, We we decided to rebrand the MCU the mainstream cinematic universe because... Like this movie just like <laughs> blows it away. If if they would step their game up to that movie, like they they'd win Oscars. Yeah. Really? Wow. Well, that's one of the things I'm curious about, and I my expectations are very low. But I'm considering like the best animated feature film for the Oscars. What are the nominations are going to be? I don't even expect it to be nominated. No, it's gonna be some cheap ass Pixar cryfest movie. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's gonna came be Boss out. Baby Two or something. Or something. Oh God. I don't even expect it to be nominated, but if it is, I'm I'm not even sure if it's gonna win. But this is definitely the big winner. <laughs> yeah, like it, it would win art direction. It would win uh, best soundtrack. It would win mm-hmm. a lot uh, of things. Comedy. 
It's it's yeah. it's odd because well why didn't they market it more? I mean I only saw one single trailer. I think when I because it's, it's a Sony film. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, uh, I think so. And there's a deal with Marvel. They don't probably don't want it to. I don't know. They don't, don't get along. Yeah, but it's also like it's uh, it's weird because it's um it's a Lord Miller production. They're the guys who did the um, mm. Lego movies. I think oh. Lego Batman. So oh. if you've seen these movies, like you can understand that they're hyper self-aware and the comedy is just yes. really on point. Like, you haven't mentioned that, but like the, it's so self-aware. Like it's <laughs> insane. It, it knows everything that's bad about Spider-Man. It knows everything that's good about Spider-Man, and it'll. Use, it owns it. Yeah, yeah. It owns it. Well, what's bad about Spider-Man? Tell me one single thing. He's perfect. You just mentioned the clones earlier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, I have to admit, that storyline was a little, a little confusing. And every, every other movie has, has been about, like, his struggle between his uh, personal life and his, uh, his hero life. And that's present, but it's Miles' story, which is slightly different. So... Don't expect like uh, another remake of Spider-Man again. Like it's not the fourth remake of Spider-Man. It's just you like Spider-Man. This is the best Spider-Man movie we're making. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sounds like a good deal. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome, everyone. Oh well, I I'm I'm gonna see it as soon as I can get my grubby hands on it. I'm yeah. gonna gonna take it. They were giving... gonna take it for a ride. They were, <laughs> they were giving everyone that came out of the movie uh, tra trading cards. Yeah, like oh, collectibles. Yeah, just like Pokemon, yeah. the first movie, which yeah, I exactly went to saw multiple out. times just for the fucking cards. I swear, <laughs> I still have them, and they're worth like twenty bucks on eBay each. So uh, it paid my it paid my ticket. Yeah, and apparently it's it's slightly different everywhere. Some people got uh, Spider Man branded headphones. Oh what? Uh, yeah. So I think Canada just got like the the low end again and got some cards, but <laughs> that's debatable. Cards. Like I yeah. love, I they're they're really beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just go see that movie. Um, go see it with your kids if you have kids. It's family friendly more so than the MCU in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. It doesn't take you for for an idiot. No. No. Like, it's it's really they they. It's it's one of the movies that makes it worthwhile to go see a movie in theaters again. Yeah. If for the visuals alone. Yeah, that and the next Godzilla movie. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you That's, seen that trailer for yeah. that next one? I did yes. not, but yeah. I enjoyed Shin Godzilla so much, but mm. I am biased. I know uh, Hideaki, I know the director <laughs> yeah. of Evangelion, which is my favorite anime of all time. Yeah. Um, he did a really good job. Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, I really loved Shin Godzilla. Uh, yeah. Did you see the uh, dubbed this or like, did you see the American release or uh, um, the Japanese one? I didn't. Because I, I have it on Blu-ray for the American release and it, there's like some, they, they've changed some, uh, some small things like uh, there's like character cards sometimes like you'll have the, the the their name and what they do and everything and that sets the tone they had that in evangelion as well and they kind of just removed it for the uh, american version why uh just it, just it, to it write added, like added a, american yeah just so that oh just so that it's in english but uh yeah it, it, there's like less flavor that's the right word there's less flavor in, in the american version uh the release even if you watch it in japanese which 
of course, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what we do because we're 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 big weebs. Did you we're see weeaboos. the? We're also literate. Did you? Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We don't mind reading <laughs> once in a while. That's that's fine. That's, you don't you, okay, you, guys. you like watching your things as they were intended. That's that's a new one. Oh yeah, that's a good sub. Oh <laughs> and my that, god, that brings us to the kind of funny uh, <laughs> showcase with uh, <laughs> judgment, <laughs> judgment yeah, yeah. from Sega. Yeah, Judge uh, is in Japan, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, this game is being uh, dubbed. <laughs> for its English uh, for its oh. American release I'm all for it uh, because they have the they have the the, the, the Japanese audio on there so mm-hmm. you, you can do both but um, like I don't think it's it's a, it's a good move I think they're gonna spend a lot of money mm. to get few fans okay. the the people who love well I get that it's to get new people on board. But you were talking about flavor earlier, and hearing like Japanese yakuza suddenly become like Bob the yakuza, Chicago, yeah, Chicago thugs or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Bob. It's it's such a weird move. Um, no offense to anyone. Nori. I love, no, no offense to anyone called Bob out there. Yeah, but, screw Bob's. We love but you, Bob. I, I I bet you're not a yakuza. Bob. Most likely, you're not a yakuza, Bob. <laughs> yeah, you're not it's on you to prove us wrong. <laughs> then we get comments with pictures and proof. Like, <laughs> I got my tattoos yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Because it's, it's got to be 18 plus, right? But, so, so, yeah, the uh, I, I think it's it's not a right. It's a good it's not a good move because you I don't think they're going to get more fans. I think everyone's already on board with uh, Ryuga Gotoku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I, maybe, but the amount of money you spend on like, like voice actors, and they 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 got some really good voice actors for the English one. It's it's weird because you play these games because you want to feel like you're in Tokyo, not because you want like an Americanized version. That's where yeah. I agree with you because I'm like, who really wants like this Japanese crime drama that has to do with like. Who's very like set and versed into Japanese culture and like Japanese law, but no, 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 they gotta speak English though. Like, <laughs> it's it's like, I wanna, I wanna be immersed in the whole like Japanese setting except for the language. But yeah, <laughs> which, is, which is weird because they got like really good uh, localizers on it mm-hmm. that, that, that won't localize it too much, that keep the spirit. You've played the last few games, uh, and like they're 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 doing a great job already. I get that they got more money because it's more popular. Do something else with that money. Yeah. Bring I us bring us Kenzan, please, or like Ishin. Like I when I s- yeah yeah go ahead. Oh, when I saw the 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 trailer, immediately I mm. found it weird. Okay, my first reflex was it's like, in English, right? Yeah. <laughs> was uh, what? Well, but but Yakuza Yakuza didn't get an English yeah. dub. Yeah, the oh, first. Why does this one do? And then I just made the math in my head, and it's like, oh, they want to start something new. They yeah. want us try new things. They 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 want to go to another direction and possibly start a new franchise. Because well, let let's say that this is a big success. Okay. God, I hope they're 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 yeah. gonna they're gonna make 
five, six of them probably, just like yeah. Yakuza. Especially since this one is even more of a like a J drama. Like mm-hmm. it's it's more of a TV show. Like it, it, it it's in the same city. It's in the same universe as uh, like the 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 Yakuza clans are mentioned. Like the same ones. But it's got its own vibe. Like it has, like from what I've seen, um, like a gritty it, Phoenix Wright kind of. Yeah, but also like a TV show. Like it, it and dun, like, dun, 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 dun. you got to go somewhere oh, else dun, after dun, dun, like dun, eight Kiryu games. Law right? and Order. Yeah, you've got to go somewhere else after six Kiryu games, and mm-hmm. uh, that's the way to go. And they they've got a, an, an actor for it. Yeah. Like most people are actors. Usually they were voice actors that use they they use their face and they changed it a bit to make it grittier. They've mm-hmm. been getting more and more actors on board, so this is definitely a new direction for them. And uh, it it's not a spinoff. Like it, it just isn't, uh, and I hope it does well. And there's six of them. I don't really care that I see them in English. I, yeah, the, me neither. Yeah, the only argument I can think about right now that would be for that dub is for accessibility reasons. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think about. Um, or maybe they're just trying to see like new franchise, so it's a new way to get new people in on it. I don't. Honestly, I don't know if... And I'm, I agree with them with yeah. accessibility, but the first thing I, I, I had was fear. I was like, am I going to have to buy the Japanese version? Yeah. Oh, luckily, yeah. luckily... The like, intended way. Luckily, you delivered. have the choice, and that's... Yeah. that's They're putting the yeah. choice in. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. But I don't know if you're going to get much more people or, like, you know, Steam reviews. I don't think if so. If it's ever on Steam. It's like, thank you for putting the English dub. Yeah. Well, actually, the... <laughs> Thumbs up. The recent... Uh, I think they're on PC, the most recent games, like Zero. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they've been they've been porting. And uh, people have done the craziest mods for that. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> like replacing whole character models yeah. by big muscular women. Or Which you play the great. baby. <laughs> you, you can play as the baby in Yakuza 6. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Yeah, you you beat just everyone. beat the shit out of everyone. With your tiny baby fist. Yeah. You're like floating in midair because you're not the right size. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's really funny. I, I need to see this. I need yeah, yeah. to see this. I love that kind of stuff. It just... Uh, mods. So, uh, yeah. we In the kind of funny games sh- um, showcast... Is that is that what they called it? It's the kind of funny games thing. Yeah, that that was really fun. That was really fun. It, it was done by seven uh, people in California that just pieced it together within a few months, um, like two or three months. It was it's incredible what they did because well they they had an hour of content. Yeah, and they presented over 70, 70, 70 games that are that are upcoming. That are not necessarily released. They didn't. They had very limited ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pacing was incredible. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. It it was so much happened and so so many things were revealed. I had a hard time taking notes of every single game that yeah. that came on. I, 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 I yeah. I, that's why I'm gonna disagree with the pacing. Um, oh yeah. I, I I loved watching it, and at the end, I kind of remembered only two games. Ah, I see. And yeah, you had to take notes to remember more than the ones that really I, stood out. Well, the, that's the thing, uh, and that's a bit sad for for indie games. My take is that not much stood out. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Because it was going too fast. Like, a lot of them, I'm sure I'll see again on Twitter, and I'll be like, oh, I want to like, mm-hmm. support this oh, yeah, game. The, yeah, 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 this was on it. Uh, I saw it yeah. later than you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, like, last Saturday, I couldn't watch it. I was busy, but... Uh, so I watched it uh, on YouTube, and I cheated. I, I paused <laughs> to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever something was interesting, I just paused, took notes, started again. So it was a great five-hour uh, conference, right? It was maybe, it was maybe, <laughs> like, it, Not it was about an hour, but yeah. it took me maybe an hour and 20 minutes. Like, I took, like, you know, one sentence for everything that really... Mm. Like attracted my attention. I took notes on everything, but not everything interested me, which mm. makes sense. Like, I'd be in deep trouble if I was interested in everything. I'd be like, oh, my wallet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're not interested yeah. in that, like, shooter game that looks like... Uh, there were so many shmups. Yeah. There were so yeah. many shmups. It's not a bad thing. I think a it's... Radius. Radius no, style they'll, they'll all find their audience if they're good. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they're, and there's not everything else to be for us, but, yeah. like... Yeah. I... I'm good with one shmup a year, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with shmups being released. Uh, some of them looked actually super interesting. Uh, the thing is, is that usually I don't go for shmups. It's mostly someone who'll come up to, <laughs> like, who'll come up to me with a shmup game and like, all right, sure, let's play together or something. So. I guess. Oh, uh, this one, yeah. uh, instead of having ships, they're anime lollies oh, oh I, interesting I, I, oh, this one has really bad dubs oh, I have yes I have, yeah. <laughs> like castle shikigami too <laughs> I was like yeah that's that's right up my alley I have a, a side note very quickly uh, mm-hmm. to make if you like shmups and you have a switch there's uh, Ikaruga on there but, yeah but also there's a uh, fan gamer released a uh, and the guy from Retronauts I can't remember his name they released a grip to put your switch vertically What? Oh, okay. And yeah. you, pl- you can play Ikaruga because you know all the shmups. They they have like the most of the screen cut off and they're vertical. So yeah, you can, remember you the can arcade. put your you can put your 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 switch vertically and like play shmups or, or old like Namco games or whatever. Like That's cool. like a like an old arcade. It's it's amazing. Like I really want to get it. That's I, right. I, I want to get yeah, it. That's too. a really good feature. <laughs> like even if I don't like shmups, I just think that's that's a really cool thing. Or like even for a. Uh, Uh, like, maybe uh, like the drum games or like uh, Taiko, Taiko yeah, Drum well, Master they, they, or something if they do it vertically but I don't know how well that'll work but it's cool yeah it's, it's called the, the Flip Grip which mm-hmm. yeah very that's a catchy so, name yeah and, the um, Flip Grip yeah it's 12 bucks <laughs> that's it <laughs> uh, probably US if, if Nintendo would have yeah. sold it it would have been yeah. 60 bucks <laughs> like that's oh. It's, oh, it's nice. just a... Yeah. So. Sorry, I'm showing them the, the flip grip. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Uh, Search up flip grip on like, Google. If you, like, and if, if you use your Switch for an indie machine or a retro machine, which most people do, actually, mm-hmm. go, go get this thing. Yeah, we could, we could maybe put a link to it on, uh, on this episode's description. Yeah. yeah. If people are interested, they can just click on the link. Oh, remember. And, so, uh, it's Jeremy Parrish who... Uh, Push that uh, that get uh, that the flip grip. Okay. Yeah. Cool. At the beginning of the kind of uh, funny games uh, showcast, uh, <laughs> there were little funny blurbs of everyone going like, "I like gaming because uh, I like to have sex with aliens," kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, like just to set the tone, going like, "Okay, but like, yeah, I know yeah. we're broadcasted like two days after the VGAs, but our tone is quite different." Yeah, <laughs> and like. It, It had a lot of people who usually from events like E3 or the, mm-hmm. the VG. Like, it had everyone in there. It had people from multiple, uh, like, 
like it had people from IGN, it had people from Kotaku UK, it had like Remy Ismail, uh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. butchering his name, but anyway, and there's uh, there, it, w- it had everyone, it was really nice. Yeah. Not not everyone. Yeah. Uh, it, it still had Jeff Keighley wasn't there. Yeah, it had. <laughs> <laughs> but it had, yeah, it had a lot of uh, personalities from like the gaming journalism or gaming development world, and that that was pretty cool. And they presented a lot of games, like we said. And mm-hmm. the first one they presented was the one we we were like Pierre and I were waiting for was Y two K. Yeah, Y two K. Day one buy for me. Yeah, it convinced me with that trailer alone that that's a. Absolute tribute to Earthbound set Isn't in the great? 1990X. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like it's in, I think New Jersey or something. It's the East Coast. We we called it uh, yeah, Portland Persona. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's <laughs> mostly Jersey Persona. Jersey yeah. or uh, maybe North. I can't remember which state, but it's East Coast. Okay, um, and uh, yeah, wow. You can already pre-order it on Switch. It's yeah. coming out next month. It's it's coming out on January sixth, I think. You can already 17th. add it to your January seventeenth. And if you uh, can't, yeah. oh thanks. If you cannot wait, there's the uh, episode zero demo online uh, for you to to play. It's been out for two or three years, so it, I think maybe mm-hmm. two years yeah. already. So you, you, on itch.io, I think. Oh, it's also on itch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but basically, yeah, it it's probably not like the the final product, but it it's pretty good. It has Undertale vibes. It has visual novel style in it also at times. Um, it's it's really freaking sweet. The characters are culturally diverse. Uh, there's lots of psychedelic backgrounds. There's there's literally sentient stop signs that you beat up, just like in Earthbound. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And um, <laughs> Very it's, surreal. It's the yeah. It's they literally say that it's in the 1990s, just yeah. like just like Earthbound and. There's RPG mechanics with text boxes. There's timed combos, which wasn't in Earthbound, but it wasn't Mother Three. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, did, did a vast improvement. Uh, I, or Shadow Hearts. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but that was great. That Shadow was great. I miss Shadow them. Hearts. Shadow Hearts and Smash. Rhythm is the way to go to improve a turn-based RPG. Mm-hmm. Like it just is. Yeah. Every uh, every like what was it Super Mario RPG had that too? Oh Legend yeah, of the, the jumping with the yeah, jumping Legend combos. The, it just makes it like it's it steps it up, and I don't think it can go any better than that. It's honestly. a way of being but a little bit more maybe involved. action action RPG yeah. is the next step, but like mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good balance for retro games. Um, it's, Options. Yeah, Y two K is also uh, well, just like Mother is is uh, inspired by. Uh, Murakami Haruki books. Mm. So if you're a fan of that, go play Earthbound and Y2K. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's got its like not Lynchian vibe, but uh, I just, dreamy, I call it dreamy, surreal. surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it does look like it has some kind of dark undertone, and it questions your moral fiber. It literally says it in the trailer. There's yeah. someone that says this is literally test your mortal mortal fiber and yeah. everything. And uh, you can combat. actually ha- speak with people if you look at the, the, the trailer and you freeze at one of the boss battles or whatever with like three heads. You can you see talk that you can talk to people as a skill, just like Undertale. I love it. Yeah. I love that Undertale, which is which is inspired by Earthbound, now is inspiring new games. It's yeah. like it's like it's like. Um, seeing your grandchildren grow up going like yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and like uh, like the first game that I'm aware of that did that 
was uh, Shin Megami Tensei F, which spawned Persona. So it's also got that vibe as well, I find. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all the good stuff, basically. <laughs> like it, it, maybe it won't be like the best game in the world, but it's uh, it's I'll looking up to be yeah, one I'll of the best ones. Definitely be there to try it. That's yeah. for sure. I want to encourage them day one. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. buy it yeah. as it comes out, and I think we can do a special uh, podcast to talk about our review yeah. about it too. And uh, also. Here's a recurring theme that's going to come with a lot of games that that are shown in the showcase. It's coming out on Switch. It's coming out on PS4. It's coming out on PC. <laughs> the Vita and yeah. the Vita. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't see that logo. Yeah, yeah. A, it's it's been a minute <laughs> because since the game I has been uh, has been in development for so long, right? Yeah, and they're keeping their promise. It's coming a bit later uh, than than the uh, the other ones. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're they're do, they're working on it afterwards because of course the Vita is dead, guys. The Vita is dead. Yeah, um, <laughs> there, I think there's one game coming out for it. Other than that, they're zombifying the Vita at the moment. Like kind yeah. of funny games really made me. Maybe go like whoa, Vita. Like if these guys can put in the effort, like the 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 Bloodstain game should also come out on Vita, right? Mm. They they just canceled it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, by the way, <laughs> by the way, major disc to Xbox not coming out on Xbox at no? all. No, oh, no, but on PC. On PC on okay. Steam. Oh. I guess I guess the the, the Xbox uh, for it to come out on PC and Xbox it has to be in games for Windows. Um, I guess they must really suck that hard. Yeah, or like <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't want to be on that store. Microsoft has that deal where if you want an indie game on it, they have to buy your studio. Oh, what? <laughs> no, no, it's just, <laughs> well, it would have made sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're very misleading. Yeah. They're buying yeah. everything recently. Well, if they do well enough, I hope not. I hope they don't. Yeah. Even Undertale ended yeah. up being on a Vita, <laughs> like recently, like last year or something. Oh, well. It was announced that it need to be, I believe. Well, that, that game deserves to be on nearly every system that can run it anyways. Yep. I think it's uh, it's quite an achievement. Uh, another game that caught my attention at the kind of funny um, uh, presentation was Moving Out. It was really simple. Oh. It looked really cute. It oh, just yeah. had that uh, that overcooked feeling. Yeah, it just I, about I knew moving you were gonna stuff. Say overcooked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure you <laughs> yeah. thought about yeah, it yeah, when exactly. you saw it at the moment. Yeah. Like you just look at it and it just it's it's good vibes. It feels like again like just there's this rise of indie co-op PVP games. That's how I'm gonna call them co-op PVP <laughs> uh, that <laughs> are just like daily it. tasks that are gamified. Yeah. Cooking, moving out. Mm-hmm. Just and it seems like oh you're gonna play with a friend but then you're gonna have like to struggle with the controls and the mechanics but it's all a good time if you manage to do things well but I'm pretty sure there's gonna be like some some kind of like uh, um, highly emotional moments while you're playing with someone because oh. they're not doing the thing like it's yeah it's, it, it has that like vibe that that it's like Mario family game mm-hmm. you probably hate each other at the end yeah unless yeah. you succeed. And then you'll feel like the best. Yeah. The absolute best. It, it looks like they, they took the Wind Waker style in it. Yeah. I like it when there's a troll option in the game, though. Like they, <laughs> they allow me to make you hate me. Yeah, exactly. You can just be in that game and not cooperate. Yeah. And you're just, you're just that guy. You're yeah. just that guy. It's like, you don't get a slice you of pizza. You can't do that in Overcooked. <laughs> yeah. You don't get pizza. You barely did anything. 
I in the trailer, I remember, I remember <laughs> literally seeing the the character drag across a corpse of a giraffe. <laughs> like, oh yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you, you need you need to hide uh, if you kill stuff. You need to hide it. Yeah, oh my it's God. like just like in real life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh Not my God. that I know. Real real fucking advice from Rita. <laughs> <laughs> The trick is to eat it, that way it completely disappears. <laughs> that's that's a good idea. Make broth with the bones. No one's gonna go look inside you. No. Uh, uh, by the way, it has <laughs> They shouldn't. You. And, and now they will. I mean, obviously, all of the police. The secret's to out. The secret's out. <laughs> it had really nice. I ate 80s the giraffe music. I killed last summer. Yeah. <laughs> Two. With starring Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, other thing I noticed was uh, the Conan CG trailer thing. Yeah. What the hell was that? I, yeah, don't, know. I, I don't know. You know what I think? I'm I think it's a sure. Con- it's a Conan battle royale. It's a no. It's a because <laughs> oh, if I don't know what it is and there's like armies running at each other, I'm like it's, it's probably a battle royale. Naked. It's they have to be able to put it naked like the Conan MMO. Can you imagine so. doing a <laughs> seeing a big old cock? <laughs> Battle that Royale. would be Battle Royale, but XXX. Yeah, you're all wrong. It's an RTS that's coming out in the uh, Conan universe. No wow. way. Well, that RTS? just shows how much research I did on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, it's a sequel, too. I think it's nothing. the second game. Then that's why they didn't need to. Oh. Yeah. I know there was like Conan Exiles, which was this weird not MMO online They're never going to make a good Conan game. They just no. never will. No. Uh, just they have to that let license. it go. It's Just an interesting character, yes, but there's no world around it. There's I a massive it. world. There's a huge world around it. Conan is like 80 years old now. Well, yeah. the books. So, so is Mickey the Mouse. Oh, oh the, you see him dying. Morkel Mouse, yeah. yeah. Morkel Mouse. But yeah, I, I think they're just milking that license. I don't know. Maybe it's going to For jump. no reason. Maybe it's an expiring uh, license thing. They have yeah. to make a game to yeah. keep the license. <laughs> to keep the license. Nobody else is well, going to yeah, make a Conan uh, game. What is it? Is Funcom, right? Oh. They're Yeah, they're the studio that has the license. They're the ones who did Age of Conan. Hmm. The, the, oh, that makes so sense. Probably so there one. is a possibility of <laughs> naked RTS. <laughs> just thinking that's about the naked. That's what Conan is to you. Just, <laughs> can I play naked? Like double-edged well, Is there nudity? Tell it's me, Conan. Well, tell me one other thing about the Conan MMO that you remember. Uh, you can be naked. Uh, he, he Tell can, me one other he, thing. He sits on a throne and he puts like his chin <laughs> on his on his fist and he's just thinking hard on his throne. They're nice. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I remember from Conan. <laughs> they're, they're nice books though. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some pretty cool loading screens, I guess. Art is fine. There's there's a few games that are um, a blast from the past, and I was surprised to see a return of Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, you, which, you didn't know? Yeah. Which oh. is presented by Freddie Prince Jr., no less. Yeah, and it's aged so much. Like like three days ago, uh, there's a new uh, Angry Video Game Nerd video that came out mm. with Macaulay Culkin himself reviewing all of the Home Alone games, which was amazing. <laughs> it was actually pretty freaking funny. And you see how feminine he is. It was great. Nice. And um, it was it was great. And he was wearing a Toljam and Earl shirt. Oh. So I think it's it's a conscious effort to take 90s stars and to promote this specific game. 
This game is is made by the original uh, creator of uh, the first one. Oh yeah, and it's uh, being published by oh God, I can't remember, but it's it's the is guy it? who also published Read Only Memories. Okay, so really, um, yeah, it's not Devolver. Is it Devolver? They might be involved. They're involved in or everything. Adult Swim. I never oh. know, but I know yeah. they're 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 good pals, Adult Swim and Devolver, but. It looks like it's going to be a bunch of fun, but yeah, only for it? like 10 minutes, honestly, going like, oh, okay, it's like the old gameplay, except it looks good. Really, you didn't mm-hmm. play it for hours upon hours upon hours? Yeah, and, uh, probably in co-op, but as a single-player game. Oh, it's not a single-player game, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Cool. I never played it. I I'm, I grew up really? with a Genesis. Oh, me too. Um, So I played a bunch of games on there. I love the Streets of Rage series. I played like a lot of the... Genesis Classics, uh, but Toe Jam and Earl, I always saw, never played. Oh, it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it looked weird. It looked fun, but uh, my cousin had a Ren and Stimpy Sega game, and uh, we loved it. Yeah, it's so different. It's it's one of the first open worlds. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't see it that way. Yeah, come come to think of it, it is. Yeah. Another <laughs> retro game uh, coming out is uh, well. Not really. Ret- this one is even more retro. It's Windjammers. Oh, oh yeah. it, it's already out. It's already out. Okay. It's already out. It was already out like uh, digitally on PS4. Oh, I so think it's on a Switch physical well. release. Yeah, it's a limited run physical release of Windjammers. Oh, it's and limited run. Okay. Yeah. And Celeste. the other game. Celeste. Yeah. And Celeste. Yeah. They're oh. getting uh, physical copies, and I love those games. Have you Have you yeah. played Windjammers? Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I love that game. Fun, huh? I, I was yeah. I was super hyped for Windjammers, even when there was um. There was like a, I think it was a Kickstarter game maybe, or like a side project that was a, a disc battle game mm-hmm. that came out on a PlayStation 4. It was like a PS Plus freebie for a month. Uh, and I was like, oh, all right, cool. There's like this crowd of people that are that were really into Windjammers that are going to release this game. You talking about Video Ball? Nope. No, no, okay. no, no. It's more recent than that. I think it's Disc Jam. Oh, this ja- yeah, it was exactly like Windjammers, but, and, but then Disc, ja- uh, disc uh, Jammers. Disc, yeah. Windjammers got announced as Disc Jam was about to be released. Yeah, I love that though. Just yeah, I know it <laughs> what killed a it. So it killed it. How so many it it how many people can have ideas about throwing frisbees <laughs> at well, the same time? Well, it's because people were missing. They had that nostalgia of yeah, like a, yeah. like a, like a disc throwing battle did you, game. Did you play Disc Jam? I played it for like two weeks, like nonstop. <laughs> I downloaded it, but then when I learned that when Jammers was coming out, I was like, "Well, pff, yeah. there's no, I'm, I'm never gonna start that game because now I got Wind Jammers and I played it. I played it online as yeah. well. You got it Had on a great Steam? time. Uh, no, I got it on a PS4. It's a, oh, it's a, oh. it's a digital game. You can play. You can play online. They added like an online feature. It wasn't a thing in the original yeah, yeah. arcade game. That's the cool thing about old uh, games coming out again. They can add an online feature. Yeah, that's like Street mm-hmm. Fighter 2 online, things like mm-hmm. that. But everything, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's no. the best. Uh, just the fact of adding the online component to it adds way, like brand new life to it. Yeah. And did you see they, during the the kind of funny games after a bit later on they have log jammers from the same dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. They had log jammers. It's just they <laughs> they throw axes. Yeah, axe throwing. Axe oh. throwing. Volleyball. It's like it's weird. It's like no, they throw a log. But they yeah. can throw axes too, and they have like special moves. So it's yeah, again, that it's like me by must have yeah my bathroom break. <laughs> Derivative games out of Windjammers. So we we live in that dimension now where Windjammers is back. 
Yeah, and it's a great game. Exactly. 1990X again. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, let's be and excited. I'm, and I'm glad because I stayed there like in my head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's always 1990X in my heart. Oh, me too. Um, after that, there was a trailer for a cute game, Mineko, I Love Cats. Yes. Oh, it made me think of I Love Dogs. Is that the Night Market game? <laughs> <laughs> Not <Okay>. sure. <sighs> Looking it up. <laughs> I don't it's know. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of uh, Wes Anderson's "I Love Dogs." Maybe okay, it's so just yeah, the it title, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but it it seemed like it's the same premise. But it's cats. Yeah. So everybody Before gets their fill. Game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about so, that. So yeah, it's actually called Mineko's Night Market. Okay. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, they've been showing it for a while. Mo- most of the games they showed, they've it's games they've been showing for a while. I do think it's coming to Switch. I'm not sure. It, it looks really fun. It has that kind of uh, vibe that you'll get from, um, you know, uh, Little Dragons Cafe or Harvest Moon or uh, what's the Stardew other one? Stardew Valley. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily like a or Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Like. Like a chill game. Yeah, it's like, like leisure. You take your time. You just, yeah, you just enjoy yourself, but with cats. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it does have it does have like that stop motion vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah very. It looks really fun. It's like you know how you have comfort go- gooms, comfort <laughs> food. Yeah, <laughs> comfort gooms. Comfort gooms. That's that's what I'm gonna call it. You have comfort food. It feels like a comfort game. Yeah, it's but like, not fast food comfort food. Like no, no, like, no, no, like no, a no. like a good meal from your your mom. It's like yeah, well, it's like yeah, you're 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 trying to be just all cozy and it's a cold day out here yeah. in Canada. Yeah, and you got like your cup some, of tea, some hot, or hot chocolate with yeah higa or whatever it's called the 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 with the Danish Mine- cool with thing. Mineko's night market. Yeah, there's a there's actually another game that's um, that looked like Harvest Moon that gave Harvest Moon vibes, which was called Reverie. It looks like it's a cross between Earthbound and, and Harvest Moon. It was pretty nice. I would love to try it out. This was Sweet As Edition or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> the Sweet As yeah. Edition, yes. With one S. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that. that yeah, that the, the cool art too. for that is really like, uh, it's kind of a copy of like Pokemon. Yeah, like early Pokemon. Early Pokemon and, and like, Earthbound. And Earthbound. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a good thing. Like, yeah. please copy that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By more, way, more, more. By the way, it's or, completely or like, normal that we talk about Earthbound all the fucking had, time because me and Pierre, yeah. we're, we're, that's our favorite fucking game Get used of all to time. It. We're going to play Lisa the Painful and Lisa the Joyful and Lisa oh, they're Earthbound and all the Lisa uh, fan games. We're going to play that. Oh, yeah, so, um, I'm convinced. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, might, we might do a, a stream maybe for that. That would be really If we nice. can get something up, yeah, sure, yeah. I'd love it. I, I love that game. I love those games. I think you'd love them too. If you played Earthbound, you'll... Kind we'll of reminds we'll me of uh, Link's Awakening too. Have you played that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's also one, one of, of the great Zelda. Uh, talk about, best talk about Reverie? It's the best Zelda. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, because yeah, yeah. Lisa is nothing like No, 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 not Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I'll still play Lisa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you told me to. Oh, no, no, but it's... it's do it for yourself, man. Yeah. Do it for do it for me. Do, do it, it for, for yourself you. that loves Earthbound. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there was a, there was another game that really caught my attention was Long Gone Days. 
It was like a, yeah. a mix between a visual novel and like a military drama RPG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, At the border? Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. It, it seemed to have like some... To have like a military drama tone to it and... Military drama tone? <laughs> what are you talking about? Surveillance camera. What's a military drama RPG doing here? Um, yeah, Long Gone Days... Uh, caught my attention. I think Me the too, release yeah. date was April 2019, and later for consoles. But uh, I'll 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 look it up. For it sure. had it had an anime style, right? Yep, 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 yep. And it had moral choices, a nine a nice serious downtrodden, depressing, dark and brooding tone. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked the way that they were they they were just showing the game like you were walking through the halls taking in the scenery of of how how dark and 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 uh sober it was in the atmosphere and you really yeah. think of the consequences of war and you're questioning what you're there yeah. Yeah, yeah it could have been it could have looked like a normal boring rpg but there there's the tone of it they're they're nailing it it Yeah, I remember that trailer. It's one of the like three games I, I noted down. It, it was just like, like I, I, I got into that game with that trailer. Mm-hmm. By the yeah. end of the trailer, I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm in. So, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to be there. Yeah, it's as you've all mentioned. It, it just it it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But <laughs> I'm so in for it because the 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 themes it's trying to reach wouldn't be a good time and um i'm all up for that i like i like that in a game yeah. i'm curious to see what they do with it and uh Your life needs a little is. sadness um yeah but it just mean i'm no, it's I'm not so much it's just, it's games it's don't need to be escapism really it, oh, oh no way <laughs> it's, it's it's an experience it's yeah. a story you can tell stories So people can relate to them on many levels, and I'm curious on how I will relate to this. It yeah, I love my... that we're there now with games. Yeah, Th- this seems like if Valkyria Chronicles was indie and was focusing more on the moral choices of what you're doing instead of being trigger happy and exploding everyone. Yeah, <laughs> well, I feel like there's a crowd oh, for that tanks. too. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's a crowd for that too. Uh, but yeah, Long Gone Days could be a mix between Valkyria Chronicles and. Um, Uh, what's that game called? This War of Mine. Mm, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to go that far. No, I don't think it's going to go that far either, but it's just... Uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's lame, somewhere yeah, in yeah, the yeah, middle there. Where it's game like, to look forward to, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Speaking of serious games, uh, the, there was this one uh, indie title that's coming out on the Switch that's made by Bithel. It's called Quarantine Circular. It's not oh, the yeah, first, it's already uh, out on, um, I have no idea on different that. consoles. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's already out on Steam, only on Steam. I think it, it just came out right after the the, the kind of funny games. Mm, maybe it maybe. already has a lot of reviews. Great reviews, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I think it's a it's a follow up oh, to Subsurface yeah, Circular. Uh, yeah, but you game. can play that yeah. alone. Yeah, like you, this is a self contained adventure. Yeah, um, I I looked it up and the comments are really good and it's a short game mm-hmm. I, i'm doing quotation marks by the yeah. way short game the one where they actually add, they actually talk yep. about it in the um, the steam description i found it interesting because the, there was the you know q a's like uh what kind of game it is uh, should i play the other g- game that came before mm-hmm. it that's similar and everything and there was this one question um 
this game is short. Mm. What stops me from getting a refund? Because on Steam, you can play for a little while. Yeah, then, yeah, you have a two-hour limit or something. Really? Yeah, yeah awesome. exactly. So <laughs> you can finish it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. You can that. finish it within two hours. Yeah, yeah. it actually works. I actually refund yeah, No, I mean, stuff. it, it kind of sucks. Yeah, it sucks that it has that, but it's kind of like some people need it. Point. Yeah, I guess. I feel I feel like the length of a game shouldn't factor into your enjoyment of it. Yeah. It's like someone is trying to convey an experience to you, and yeah. that experience needs two hours to convey itself. Yeah, it can take only two hours to do and a you very should, compelling, unforgettable like, story. You, you, you don't yeah, need but to, but there's a there's a dollar to value that's a, that, that like. Two hours played or value yeah there there's a there's a thing that like i'll buy a game because it's 200 hours long sometimes mm. yeah i know you can you have added value if a game has a longer but that's uh, not play the, time that's not necessarily the point of your game. but it, yeah. exactly it's not necessarily the experience that wants to be conveyed like you mentioned uh it's what's his name bithel mm-hmm this is like more of an author game. So yeah. I feel it's more, there's something more to it. It's not trying to be like a, um, a game that's about like a play time that needs to be stretched yeah. out or just mechanics going on. I feel like there's, it's a text. Yeah, uh, but I, text I think, I think it, yeah, you shouldn't expect that out of any game though. Like uh, mm-hmm. I, I remember people com- like being really mad that one of the Splinter Cell games was like seven to nine hours long. I think uh, Conviction. But, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's luxury nowadays. It's my favorite nine hours. I, it's my I, favorite Splinter I loved Cell it. game. It's yeah, the only it's one the I best. played too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So so like there's two schools of Splinter Cell, like the more stealth approach and the more fun approach. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm kidding. But like Conviction was was like seven or nine <laughs> hours long. But yeah, it was really the best Splinter Cell game, <laughs> and and I was like, oh, I've played enough. Like if I if I want more hours out of it, I'll put it on extra hard or something. Exactly, that's yeah. what I did. And yeah, then... good level design, short games, usually much better than a eighty hour long cowboy game. Imagine uh, if, if you could refund a movie if like you go to the theater <laughs> and like, it's, it's, been, it's been twenty minutes and I'm not into it. Could I get a refund? Nah. I bet they actually give it if it's after 20 minutes or it'll just go like, oh, fine. They do. They do. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I still think yes. it's unfair because, again, it's not the same medium. There's a level of interactivity that factors in that can't, like, compare in movies. But it just, it for me, it's weird yeah. that it's like you don't take the time to... I've used refunds at uh, EB Games. Well, but it's because you actually disliked or... Or finished the game. Or finished, really yeah. Or you finished <laughs> yeah. it, and you knew that there was no, yeah. there was no more value from this. If you had to, yeah. I'm glad that yeah, they yeah. actually say it upright. I think game. I think people yeah. should say it up, uh, like upfront. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a short game. If you're expecting dollar to playtime value, you will not be yep. having yeah. it here. That's fair. You but can this- refund it. It's fine. Yeah. That's your choice. If you like it, support us. Yeah, exactly. that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's just. Know, know who's your audience and if you're transparent about yeah. what your game is I don't think there's a problem with that I feel in if, a, in if a different yeah. world all games are free and everything's free right but like or a pay what you want basis that'd be mm-hmm. pay what yeah. you can but that's kind of what it is right it, how if you like can. it's yeah. not it's probably not expensive no it's not expensive yeah. oh by the way it costs it, the price of a burger or whatever I yeah. think on Steam yeah I think it's even less than that I think they're not even soda, $5 or, yeah. or something like Subsurface Circular I think was like $4 yeah don't get a refund don't get a <laughs> refund for, support the indie <laughs> publishers <laughs> yeah. support them 
And oh, um, the conversations in those games are very interesting because you could choose the focus point of your conversation. Like, you know, you, you've played Mass Effect and the likes and the, the recent Dragon Ages and whatnot that you have those conversation trees. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that you just see the first uh, few words of what you're about to say and sometimes you're surprised because you're yeah, like, oh! Telltale games. Sometimes. Yeah, Some, sometimes that, Telltale games, you're like, Detroit. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Detroit yeah. too. I had a lot of problems with Detroit, especially because near of the that? end of the game. Yeah, because it's only a one-word description. Yeah. And then you don't Assertive. Understand. Yeah, well, not even. Not no. even. It'll be like, home. Really? And then you're oh, thinking like, so oh, big. it's like, oh, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to ask him, where is this person's home? It's because you, you press the button feeling the emotions. <laughs> and then you press the home button and your character will say, I think you should go home now. What? And it's like, that's completely no. different. That, I, I misunderstood shit? what you yeah. were trying to say because you didn't, you didn't telegraph enough for me to understand what that prompt was I thought you were gonna say you make you remind me of home but instead it's go home yeah (laughs) Yeah, or Or I wanna go home that's really super different it's 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 not the exact interaction but it was something close to that and it just it was weird and there were a bunch of them throughout the game and I think that's 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 a flaw fire David so in (laughs) (laughs) simple so simple so that's what I really liked about Quarantine Circular because it looked like the descriptions of where your conversation is heading mm-hmm. was clear. Like yeah. you, you had what you call uh, focus points mm. on the conversation. If you want to go towards uh, a certain point of view, a certain path and everything, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look up a fucking game FAQ in order to, to have the vibe that you want. Yeah, well, I feel I'm, like I'm interested in those games. You've yeah. got me interested. Maybe. If it's a text adventure, it needs to nail that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what you're telling me, it does. So good on it. The, um, the trailer yeah. didn't see didn't make it seem like it was going to be short. And now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, how do you do a trailer for a book? Yeah. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you know, you know, look at this hardbound. <laughs> if it's short, they have to nail what, what their intent is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when you played Florence, it's just, it's it's the best 40 minutes of what it's meant to be. Yep. So I'm... Don't get a I'm, refund I'm, on Florence. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that yeah. game out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another What else game? caught your attention? Uh, Vane. It looked like uh, inside, but you had a bird. Oh yeah. yeah, that's coming out next month as well. Like there were a lot yeah, of that, games announced like game mid January or April, but Vane just they, yeah, it looked great. Yeah, it's like a minimalist, uh, cell shaded puzzle platformer, right? Yeah, where you turn into a void. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, back when uh, Last Guardian was being made for the PS3, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it was made really like poorly. And, oh, you think uh, so? And a lot of people left the company after like years and years of of just bad development. Team Eco. Oh shit! And um, a, a bunch of people who worked on on the the game uh, formed friend or foe and uh, have been working on that game. Oh. Vain. Vain. Yeah. So for, I guess that's the game they uh, four wanted or five to years. Do. Yeah, exactly. And what you got with the last guardian was like a ps3 experience on ps4 right mm-hmm. yeah let's face it yeah <laughs> so this is their like i guess indie version of where, where they were going um i'm looking forward to playing it especially since it's been years in development i think it's only five people too 
So it's kind wow. of like a wow. yeah yeah yeah. Huh. It, it shows <laughs> that it's been years, right? Wow. Yeah, um, it looks really beautiful. The 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 uh, the art direction is yeah. is cool. It might be my next uh, journey. Who knows? Yeah. Right? It, uh, other games I've tried, like there's Abzu. Well, there's um, the Pathless that we mentioned. The from, Pathless from, might, uh, but they the at least VGAs? Abzu was Bugatti. beautiful with the the fishies. Yeah, but it didn't nail that kind of like uh, that game company feel. That no, you're right. But I love that. Um, yeah, I- I'm hoping Vein kind of fills the void because they haven't yeah. released the game in a while. Like Rhyme also kind of tries mm-hmm. to do Journey and doesn't do it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even try that game. I've heard of it because it, it, that's the 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 obvious comparison. Yeah, that was made for Rhyme. Uh, but um, silent protagonist. I waited too long and I lost interest. Yeah, so (laughs) so I I don't know if I'm ever gonna touch Ryan, but so far, uh, Pathless Vein that's it's coming out in a month. Like, there's on PS4, uh, PS4, yeah, yeah, only like okay, well, let's try it out when it comes out. I'm Uh, surprised it's coming out two days before Y2K and just mid January is just gonna be just like. Indie fest, like it's 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 nonstop, like I need crazy releases. Job. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Vane is uh, probably a reason why my wallet will be hurting by next month. Well, uh, we'll see. Yeah, about those, that. those are my two favorite from the the, the showcase, uh, Y2K and Vane, mm-hmm. and they're all coming out recently, like very soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was coming out very soon. Everything's coming out fairly soon. I think, like we said, the latest things are maybe like April 2019. At least from my notes, that's what I have. Yeah, the the, the stuff that's coming out. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. I'm a little surprised that they really uh, gave that as a requirement. That if it was in their showcase, it wouldn't be releasing like in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. find it really interesting and hypes up people even more. Like, oh, I can download this tonight. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. It's it's within the next quarter, and I'm fine with like not knowing that a game exists until it's about to be released in three yeah. months. I'm fine with that. It's or, cool. Or the like, I I'm happy with Sony's approach recently of like showing a bit less. Like the 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 they didn't do a PlayStation experience where you'd see Sekiro again. Mm-hmm. Like too much of it. Like I've seen enough. I know I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, that exactly. Game. When it like, comes out, we're gonna be on it. Yeah. I don't. I almost. I kind of don't want to see more Last of Us two until it launches. You know. Yeah. I, of course we will. But like, <laughs> like we've seen enough. We yep. know it's gonna be good. Four yeah. more years. Four more yeah. years <laughs> on the PS five. Yeah. Yeah. On the PS fucking five. Yeah. <laughs> When's it coming out? A PS5. Two, two years? Jesus. 2020, probably. God damn. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be announced maybe in 2019. Uh, there's probably going to be a PlayStation experience. Oh. I think that's what they're... they're, they're yeah, they're, yeah, they're saving. Or 2020, yeah. maybe. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, because games are already kind of at their limit uh, mm-hmm. for that console. And I for sure, uh, the next Xbox is 2020. So, um, probably at the same time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a uh, bunch of games that uh, were probably just fell off the radar for most of the people that wa- went to watch the Kind of Funny Games showcase. But there's a lot of them that made me hyped. 
you know, I really love myself my RPG games, my anime RPG games. Mm. I all oh, oh, Nissa announced something, right? Well, uh, yeah, was it Lapis games. Labyrinth? Yeah, yeah Lapis yeah, yeah. Labyrinth. That's well, what I have. Yeah, it, it has a chibi style. It gives off this Gaia X vanilla wear vibes. Numbers! Yeah, yeah numbers, numbers every gems everywhere. Yeah, colorful. It looks really fun. I was I, I was really surprised to see that game there. Because, yeah, it does have like that mobile slash indie feel. Mm-hmm. But it's by a team that like does, like... I guess they're not AAA games because they're like Japanese uh, anime... Yeah, like, I guess they'd be AAA games during the PS2 era, mm-hmm. but no, it has that like superior vibe. I find of like this isn't just an indie game. Like yeah, like it, I saw it, it and I was like, wow, they got that. It. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised that they got that for their uh, their showcase. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised too because well, didn't they didn't even talk about this in the beginning? Like oh, Sega is gonna announce something <laughs> yeah. and everything. And, <laughs> not, I feel like they nice. don't need to because people who know Nis. Just will recognize it and will love it straight away. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. people That's the who don't, well, the people who don't will just go, "What?" Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Nobody else will play it. Exactly. Yeah. Like it the, has, the, yeah. they, this already has their established audience. Yeah, it's the it's same good. audience that followed them uh, playing uh, uh, my uh, even Cladoon. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah, I love the fuck out of Cladoon, and so I am the target audience. And I wrote in my notes, ah. I need to play this so fucking hard. That's what I wrote. That's what I wrote. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then I said, it's coming on it's coming on Switch. He's reading and his, PS4 uh, notes. Yeah. and no Xbox. No 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 Xbox. Xbox sales in in uh, everywhere but the US, you know. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's oh, wait. You're, you're saying that. You're saying that, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's and, absolutely uh, true. Yeah. I'm actually a new convert to uh, NES. Uh, this game, One Complete, came out on the Switch, and mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I'd never played that game before, but uh, I, I miss Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tactics yeah, the, the, have a really yeah. boring story compared to like this guy. You play, I know it's you really play Tactics Advance. Uh, see, see, I love tactics because I love Vagrant Story and Final Fantasy XII. It's the same universe. It's kind of like that, like it, like uh, faux political uh, thing. Ivalice, <laughs> Ivalice. I yeah. don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I, I love Evelice. tactics. Okay, what's Vagrant Story? I have fight me. <laughs> I will fight you. I have, and, and it's, it's just three it's, thumbs. All right, all right, all right. This is my story with Vagrant Story. This is my Vagrant Story. So that game came out on PlayStation 1, yeah. somewhere in between Final Fantasy 8 and 9, I believe, mm. or 7 and 8. I, think I can't right remember. before I think Xenogears, or right after. No, I think it was after, because mm. I remember visually it looked amazing, it looked yeah. great, the art was really cool, uh, Square Enix were killing it on the PlayStation 1. Square Everything. Soft. Th- you're right, yeah. Squaresoft There's a big were killing difference. it. Um, yeah. I was really into it, and... and I remember reading like the the PlayStation magazines at the time, like Vagrant Story, yeah. Metal Gear meets Final Fantasy. Yeah. Did they say oh, well, that? Oh, oh yeah, whoa, that's a mistake. <laughs> that's hey, hey. Oh, damn. Where's PlayStation magazine now? They're probably somewhere. They're still doing fine, I'm sure. They, but they probably uh, got a podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh, but nope. uh, that's that's how it was advertised at the time. I was like, oh man, that's that's like a that's like a super great idea and. 
I tried it, and one of the things that bothered me, and I know it's like it's superficial, but that font. <laughs> that stupid ass make my eyes bleed font oh was unreadable and they had yeah. like I know they put in like strong like written accents within the text so it seemed like they spoke like pirates <laughs> so it was like an incomprehensible font at least to me it was so and I just... remember, I was with a friend when we tried it together for the first time. I was like, what the hell is this? Why are the speech bubbles all sharp? And just everything was... Everything was aggravating. I didn't yeah. understand what I was playing. <laughs> Maybe I was just young and inexperienced. And I wasn't... I had, like, high expectations for it. And then I just... You know, you go around, you fight things, and you just aim for the head. And you hit them, and then you win. Yeah, and it was you wrong reach of you to have, like, high expectations. You have it, it, Back then, like, you have high expectations for Final Fantasy. And probably you'd played 9 right before, maybe. But, like... Um, I think it was before 9. You know, like, yeah. Saga Frontier games. Like, uh, oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're like, less good games. Yeah, but, but but I loved all of them. Like, yeah, but I just I, I gave it some time, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Am I ready to go through sixty hours of this?" It was and like then I just, hours. I just I just I just I didn't know how long it was. I just thought it's a SquareSoft game. This yeah. is gonna be this this is what games were to me at the time. So at some point, I reached a chest, and the game asks you, "Do you want to open this chest?" <laughs> and then I said, "Yes." And then I opened I the chest, and there is nothing inside. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. And was it a joke? Or was it just designed that way? Like, there's a few chests lying around with nothing. Who knows? <laughs> I never went further. I you never... know, if this would happen in Earthbound, they would have, like, a joke coming up after I, I didn't know what I was playing, and I just I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And again, I think, I, I think I, we, I, we have to revisit it. I, 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 I'd love to. I'd love to, because then... When Final Fantasy XII came out, no one played it, or at least at the time, I feel on the PS2, it was in the late PS2 era, I think it was such a high investment game, like you needed to put a lot of time, a lot of grind, and I think it's from the same people who worked on Vagrant Story. Really? Oh, that would explain... Which game? Sorry. Uh, Final Fantasy XII. Zodiac Age. It's it's the same world, it's not the same uh, everyone. So, uh, like, uh, Square is really big. But this, the, I think the soundtrack is made by the same guy. Like, oh, okay. it, it wants to keep that same well, the, universe. The art. The Tactics art also is the same just, world. Yeah. So, yeah. It was uh, Ivelisse and everything. And I just, I loved Final Fantasy twelve. And then when I think about it, who yeah, played yeah, it he, at the time he, on he, PS2? He directed Final Fantasy twelve. yeah. The, the only people who played Final Fantasy twelve on PS2 at the time were... Myself and the friend who didn't play Vagrant Story. He also me. directed Tactics. So yeah, yeah. So it's all him. It's his world. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I loved it. Like yeah. I was just like, wow, a Final Fantasy type game where there's a second game and it's the same world. And you're a single you protagonist. But like, but just the idea that they revisit the same world. Mm-hmm. They only did that with no. They did. They never. <laughs> they tried to do it with Chrono Cross a little. I think they tried just not kept to it ambiguous. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> To but me, the to music me was strong. Yeah. I, I, I love Chrono Cross, so we're not going to... Yeah. I love <laughs> Chrono gonna, Cross, too. Yeah. I do. And um, I wouldn't fight you on it because we both love it, so... Ha. Uh, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the characters, though. Uh, I got to tell you, yep. uh, the, 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 the text box, uh, the, the font of the text box in... Um, 
in Vagrant Story yeah. that irritated you. That made me think <laughs> of a game that came out in PS2 that I popped in and I stopped playing after literally 10 minutes because of one small minor <laughs> minor thing about the game that was overlooked and that annoyed the shit out of me and I stopped playing altogether and I bought it full price. What, what game was that? Suikoden 4. Oh. Okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have to hold in a fucking button in order to sprint but you were in full armor. Huh. So it would go like clink, 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 clink when you would try to run to wherever oh. and you had to run everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I can't, I can't play this. So, so even... <laughs> Even back on PS2, it was annoying to hold a button to sprint. Huh. Yeah. Why hasn't Rockstar learned this? Oh, <laughs> oh low, wait, wait, low. wait. Rockstar, you don't hold it, you tap it. <laughs> <laughs> you tap it to, to for your horse too. Yeah, yeah it's 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 actually worse. Good evolved. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, back back. I'm to trying kind not of, to yeah. talk about Red Dead, but I have so much hate for it. Oh yeah. really? In yeah. retrospect, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. the the well, the the minute you're done with it, I'm uh, we're gonna do a postmortem, and uh, like <laughs> like I don't want to talk about all it. Right, right all right, now. we'll do like a maybe, spoiler maybe cast. Be, maybe I'll I'm hate it less in like a couple of weeks, but yeah. What if I never finish it? <laughs> then we'll never mention that <laughs> stupid ass game again. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'll I'll t- I'll. I'll do I'll do my work. I'm exaggerating, obviously. Like, I I enjoyed playing it. <laughs> yeah, he, like, you just like know. to say controversial things well, so that you see, spark up okay, fine. the fire and in then people's it, bellies. <laughs> now you're Go calling ahead, me out. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> you called yourself out. You brought it out. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you like to provoke. Oh, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> have you? Yeah. Like, ugh, have you ever opened a menu in that game? Yeah. Yeah, it's insulting. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up insulting. Do you know where your like hyper potions are and how to whip them out? No, you don't. It's, it's like two radial menus. Hyper potions. It's 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 tonics, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that makes it's it like Bioshock. Super realistic. It's like Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock's a um, bad game too. Yeah, but yeah, t- uh, twenty eighteen. Just to make a quick comment on it mm. was also the year of uh, shitty UIs. Jesus Christ! It's God bad. of War had a shitty UI as well. It had yeah. like a PlayStation Two era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even, not even. It's, it's true, like, huh? Here's like equipment and stats and stuff. It's like there's no. To be fair, tips. to be fair though, I completely forgot about that UI until you mentioned it now. So and it's it, awful. No, yeah, it, but like, like it, oh, it shouldn't have won Game of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> <You're a wretch. laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it was outstanding in the other aspects. Remove the entire not. UI. No, but but I think UI is important in like right now. Like you can't fuck it up. And all these AAA games fuck it up uh, so bad. I think bad. UI was called in in like the last four months of the game, and they're just like, please make something just like gray squares and just that and, that and sun facing you or facing away from. Yeah, you. <laughs> it's 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 kind of that ridiculous. Boy, you know some people that, like the UI in uh, in Red Dead is so bad that like some people are still looking for a place where they might see how many hours they've played in it. Because mm-hmm. they think they might have not seen it, because they're still looking. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred hours later, yeah, still yeah. discovering people menus. still still are like, yeah. And uh, I mean, Jeez. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to start. You, you got to brush your horse. Fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel the deep hatred brewing inside of There's you. <laughs> but uh, I didn't hear I, that uh, just when you started playing it. So I guess you, you, you well, just Well, actually, brewed. I, I, I kind of... I, I played until chapter two of uh, Red Dead, and then I decided to stop playing. And a friend of mine was like, "No, keep playing, keep playing." So I did, and thank God I listened to him. Like it's like it was really fun. Mm-hmm. But oh man, like, well, you, how how do you shoot bad in twenty eighteen? Like, how do you make a, a bad shooting game? I know it's uh, they didn't look at that part. I guess they were too busy. Uh, with their horse testicles shrinking, they, they, they <laughs> in, nail in they cold nail, water. Yeah, they, they nail me like building a fence. They nail me putting a wheel back on. Can't they nail like shooting and horsing around? No, uh, I have can't. to confess. Any Rockstar game I've played, I put the aim assist as high as possible because I because can't. it's a bad game. Because I can't. Yeah, like it, I it, just oh, you clip on whoever I need to shoot. Yeah, fine. Do it for me. Go watch a Cohen movie instead. Like, oh yeah, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, go watch that. Don't play Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> we should sponsored by. We wish. No, we should really do a spoiler cast sometime and talk about the endings of recent games we've we've tried out. Oh and yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. an idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, 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 looking forward to finishing Red Dead Two and just having a spoiler cast discussion about it. Mm-hmm. But just to to quickly end up on uh, kind of yeah, funny sorry. games, uh, quick games I've noticed Turbo Lance, which just joust on motorbikes. Oh yeah, it seems like a fun party game. Uh, combined with Excite Bike, right? I think so. Excite Bike, which is really amazing game for the time that it came out. I yeah. still have it. Uh, <laughs> I still have a sealed copy. I, and there was a level editor in that. That was a pretty cool. Yeah, I remember that. That was on Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Um, and Excite Bike is also on Smash. Is oh, it? really? Yes. Yes. Is there's it? a Excite Bike level in there. Okay. You uh, played there Excite was- Trucks. Uh, there's uh, cluster trucks, mm. which is a weird oh. indie game of just like trucks being thrown in the air and you have to like parkour <laughs> in first person by jumping on like trucks. What? Oh, did, that, that sounds fun. It, it really looks fun too. That they were clever enough to call it cluster trucks. I think they were. I think they were. <laughs> yeah, I, think they were. A, yeah. I think they were. There God. was also Ape Out, which was just this trailer was like high contrast, like. I think it was black and red and white, and you're just like this super gorilla. hot. It was just yeah, like super hot, but you're a gorilla yeah, escaping yeah, yeah. a facility and just going down a tower. You just so saw just, like the floors that you were on, and like yeah. floor six, yeah. floor yeah, seven. And you just go down and whatever. think you have to yeah, you have to reach the bottom. And I think that's just the it's it's the new ape escape, but like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really different. Gosh, <laughs> I, f- I feel like Ape Out or Ape Escape, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's Ape Escape. It's just... I think it's better than Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Fuck. Uh, go fuck uh, yourself, Madness Beeps. No, that Ooh. that was that was wrong. That like, I think it's a roguelike, by the way. Yeah, history <laughs> will. Yeah. It's. Uh, I. I think they built it as a roguelike. It looks like you'll end up. Uh, that's why you see the floors and everything that you're on, right? Yeah. You go towards the, the 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 most amount of floors before you die. Yeah, right? roguelike, uh, Robotron sixty four style, where just like every floor is a different level. But at least I feel like if you go down, you know where the end game is. 
Huh. Yeah, yeah, or, that's true. Maybe. Or maybe you go in, like, infinite basements. Yeah, maybe. You, it's, you, guys, you guys are talking about this game, but I just... No, Final Fantasy IX. Let's go back to the <laughs> Alright, alright, alright. So, um, what Pierre is talking about is there's the YouTube series Madness. Which is good. Which is, I think, uh, <laughs> really Normal Boots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they have uh, debates, and I think the one going on right now, I think it's season three, it's the best PlayStation 1 game. Yeah, and the they best have, like, PlayStation bracket. 1 game lost. To hate this game. Oh, right. yeah, I saw the N64 series on that. Uh, yeah. there, there's Pro Jared, there's The Completionist, yeah. there's uh, there's Peanut Butter Gamer, mm. and there's uh, the the whole gang of normal so, some of Some of the, the ca- cast changes uh, for yeah, every from season. season to season, and the topic changes. Now they're at PlayStation 1, and they started like with brackets and competitions, and one like... The first in the first brackets there was Final Fantasy IX against Ape Escape, Ugh. and I think the jury was uh, the main host. I forgot his name. Uh, the jury, yeah, yeah. There was Gerard, who yeah. God bless him, did his best. Yeah. To defend Final Fantasy IX. The only guy who knew what he was talking about. Yeah, the only guy who played the game. Yeah. There was uh, Kid Icarus. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, Barry. Yeah, Kid Icarus is involved too. Cool. And uh, the Sean from Did You Know Gaming. Kid Icarus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Sean from Did You Know Gaming. Sean is his name, I think. Okay. And uh, they were debating like over which game is the best, and um, he also voted for Final. And Ape Escape, like. I was watching it and I was fuming because they gave it to Ape Escape. They voted yeah. for Ape Escape and Gerard tried so hard to explain what was the great things about Final Fantasy IX. I could have like a whole multi-hour series on why Final Fantasy IX is my personal best favorite Final Fantasy. It's just, it it was so formative to me. I think it, everything it tries to do, it does it perfectly well. Yeah, I don't think another huh. RPG has done like traditional RPG better. And it's just from hearing them like in madness like they didn't play the game Gerard was yeah. the only one who played the game so, so they couldn't have known mm. and I feel Final Fantasy 9 to this day even though it's got many like re-releases and there's still one more to come on the Switch woo I gotta oh, yeah? buy that game again yeah um, most people didn't play it and I remember most of the criticisms I've heard for why people didn't play it they didn't like the character design what really yeah it's going back to like uh, like wizards and yeah it went back to like a fantasy but like steampunk well, yeah, they, it like bothered the, people that the one yeah, looks because, like a rat and yeah, one because has they a were really well, people who came in Final Fantasy by Final Fantasy 7 were used to like the, the which is like an inferior game to 9 yeah sci-fi cyberpunk style and then Final Fantasy 8 was like this high school military yeah uh, futuristic yeah. looking like weird sci-fi so good like, square art style. to delete it from their And then they had to go back to like pre Final Fantasy VI style yeah. with Final Fantasy IX. And I think that was just harrowing to a lot of Final Fantasy fans that came into the series by yeah, even seven with or six. Eight. Yeah. Six is vastly different. Yeah, it's more like five, four, or three. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it's um, But it's their best Final Fantasy to date. To in my opinion, yeah. yeah. In my opinion, it's the it's the best one. It's the the it's the m- most well crafted one. It's well written. Uh, the characters are actually characters with <laughs> their own lives and motivations. And there's like a feature in the game that's that's great. Uh, the 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 um, 
when you have the events where you just see what is that person doing somewhere else in the town while you're going around. Like your party isn't always inside you or following you behind you. Like let's say you reach a new town. Mm-hmm. They're just going to go and do their own thing. Oh, and yeah. if you're interested, you can just look at like small vignettes of like, oh, what's this what's weird character doing? doing in a store? Or what's this this character is lost in the gardens? Queen in a store. Kind of, kind of yeah. like the Tales of games. How they adopted it yeah. way later on, but yeah, but it just—it's so full of character and again, uh, personality. It just—and it's—it's—it's it's, it's a great game. It's just too bad that not a lot of people played it, and it definitely didn't have to lose to Ape Escape, which, in my opinion, is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a game that was made to sell a peripheral. Uh, Ape I... Escape was a game that came out around the time that the analog sticks came out on the PS1. Oh, yeah. And one of the features of Ape Escape is that you could use the analog sticks to catch the apes. Yeah. It was... And, um, like, Ape yeah. Escape was really fun. Then again... Yeah, it was that, fun. That, that, it was then a again, game. using that argument, you are discrediting Star Fox 64, which was made to sell the, 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 the Rumble Pack. No, no. I, I feel like it's different because... The, like you can have a good game that also sells a peripheral and Ape Escape was a good enough game it was a fun game it was really nice like I I kind of expected Ape Escape to win but I expected them to like also debate mm-hmm. yeah which yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen no, well, no it's hard to debate no. something you don't know yeah uh, so I you'll okay. automatically go for what you know and I, 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 I do the same thing. Yeah, I actually want to like, read the comments now in their video to see how people are angry that Final Nine you'll, fucking you'll lost see the angry really, like, No one's angry, they're just wrong. It's like my, my only up. comment on YouTube, just angrily telling them they suck. But like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I love them, but yeah. Yeah, no, they, they they tried their best. I just I was like I was surprised to see so many gaming like personalities that didn't even touch Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, it's surprising. And I think that this, this is a problem. This is the, we need to solve this. People need to, you know, get their Final Fantasy IX. You can get it on PS4 now. You can get it on Steam. You could even it's even released with a trainer where you can just put your characters to level ninety nine if you just want to go through the story without like a, a challenge. So basically, yeah. you're saying there's no excuse anymore. Absolutely not. It's going to come out on Switch. Well, I think... There you go. Like, a PlayStation 1 Classic came out this year, and, like, a NES Classic came out last year or two years ago. Like, we're at that time where you can't just... Like, if you like retro games or if you if you care about video games, you need to play certain PS1 games. Like, you need to have played certain PS1 games uh, now. Like, if, you, if you're the type of person that's, like... Absolutely has to play Super Mario 3 just to say that they've played it and stuff like that. You need you need to play Final Fantasy 9. It's, like, it's yeah. yeah, it's part of them. Like I know Final Fantasy 7 is the one that's it's most known because people were waiting for it for such a long time that like it was the first and it did like give the PlayStation a huge boost in sales and well they like, did the same it, thing it, with it 10. was it was a system yeah. seller. We still love um, that game and like to the point where people hated eight for no like just because seven was because it wasn't seven yeah like the the sin of final fantasy eight was just not being final fantasy seven like the the rpgs that were coming out before seven were compared to a a game that wasn't even released yet like everyone was like yeah it's not seven (laughs) (laughs) people were doing that like the so but now like people are doing that with nine in retrospect and that's terrible like 
because if you look in retrospect, nine is like their best game. Absolutely, I've seen my girlfriend replay through, well, play through Final Fantasy seven and Final Fantasy nine, and she didn't play them in that order. She played Final Fantasy nine first and Final Fantasy seven. Oh. Uh-huh. Final <laughs> Fantasy nine, like, was her first JRPG, and she went through it. She had a great time. Like she, 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 like I said, it's her first, so she didn't play any other ones, and any challenge that came across. She could naturally just understand how to solve it and just play it throughout the game. In Final Fantasy VII, that game didn't age really well. No, there's some not really, at all. There's some stuff that's the really bothersome. Marine. Like the first mission when you're on... Um, the train? Uh, not on the train, in the, in the macro reactor. If you don't notice Jessie with her foot stuck on, uh, like, on yeah, the scaffolding... Like, 10 minutes are running out, and you're like, what the hell? You explode. Uh, there's a lot of things that aren't well telegraphed. And you have to or... guess that that's a foot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the polygons are just, all yeah, janky. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things that aren't naturally intuitive in the design of the game, mm. and the worst part of Final Fantasy VII. And I know they tried something really great, but the execution wasn't really on point for it. Were the like It was the obligatory minigames. Uh, there were some yes. the snowboarding in the, in the story there were some mini games the submarine yeah. mini game oh, that boy. had 3D navigation without having analog sticks yet yeah you have to press triangle Ooh. button to go up x to go down you have left right and then you have to weirdly aim and then you didn't shoot with the triggers there was like a whole other set of buttons and comment. even like mm. looking at her trying to get through that story segment which wasn't a JRPG moment it was a weird yeah, I'm gonna, 3D submarine no, mini game. I disagree with you. It 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 just like it's 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 unfortunate. I think it's cool that they integrated that in the game and you can play all those games back in the golden saucer. Yeah. Um but those mini games aged badly and the fact yeah. that they were mandatory, they could be like progress blockers. You couldn't progress through the story. Because that's you have to do fair, this thing. But like, oh, play the Blitzball game. Play the Blitzball game. <laughs> but the thing is, with Blitzball, you win Blitzball. or lose. Win or lose. I hated Blitzball. Yeah. God damn. Uh, but with Blitzball, win or lose, the story moves on. And then, right. Wh- yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. That's 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 the good point. And but if, if, seven, if you, you lose the summary game, you're game over. You, yeah, you start that's, over that's, again. Yeah. That, that's fine. Because you were saying that's not a JRPG thing, and I think it, JRPGs like created that that idea of having little games inside the game that's cool that, that you kind of see now like immersively in things like red dead mm-hmm. like uh, they like i i i agree with you that like i still it, claim that like red the dead submarine is a slice thing, of life anime yeah the, the submarine <laughs> thing like making it mandatory is is ridiculous yeah um but a JRPG needs to have mini games to be a JRPG. I don't I have so. the problem with mini games in themselves like to, and JRPGs. Even, even like uh, like uh, when you you start up off with Vivi and you play. Uh, yeah, the cards, the card games in yeah. Final Fantasy IX and Final Fantasy VIII, they were great. Yeah. They were a really good side distraction to the main game, but they were they were never obligatory. And even in FF Nine, there's a tournament were, that you yeah. can win or lose. Yeah. You know what? And was I think the that's one of the biggest complaints too of Final Fantasy IX was the beginning of the third disc where you, yeah. you just go to this town and you play the, the, the card tournament. Yeah. But regardless, you yeah. you do it and you move on. Witcher if 3 was the first one that did uh, card games well. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's that's, a, that's, now. A triple triad. that's a that's a JRPG influence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To have mini games in there. Yeah, and collectibles. Remember in Final Fantasy VI, the fish catching mini yeah. game. Yeah, that's when you get great. to the second world and you have to feed yeah. someone, or else something bad happens. Yeah. yeah. Now that made mini games suddenly really fucking serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it actually changed a part of the story if you succeeded in the minigame or not. And even then, yeah. it was optional because you yeah. could lose. Yeah. And you would still be able to continue. That's that's fair enough. I yeah. think that's a better way to design those kind of uh, minigames in a JRPG. But just to go back to the main point, it's just people should play FF9. Yep. Yeah. They should. <laughs> and FF9 should have, yeah. Ape Escape? Nah. Ape Escape no. shouldn't have lost to Ape Escape. It's a fun game, but if you had to go back to a game today that was on the PlayStation 1, there's games that do what Ape Escape does, but better. And FF9, there's other JRPGs I know that have like better mechanics, but it's not really. But, <laughs> but not so much. That's the thing. Yeah. But it's always gonna be its own unique experience and story in itself. So on the next game that made me made me think a little bit after seeing uh, kind of kind of funny games. Um, well, Sega was there in order to promote Justice, right? And it was also yeah. there to promote a demo that's now turned into a video game. It's called Hardcore. It used to be. A <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I took notes huh. on that game. It was like an old European game that was supposed. I f- oh, it feels European. Yeah, hard uh, it was, uh, Yeah, it was supposed to be uh, released on the Genesis or something. Exactly for the Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks like Halloween Harry. Well, it's it's coming out on <laughs> PS4 and PS Vita. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. But no Xbox <laughs> once again. Yeah, the Xbox got the the. I don't know what's going on. I have to look it up. Sea of Thieves. (laughs) Oh my god. Maybe maybe developers aren't liking that they're buying developers to 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 build their brand. Well there's there's a big uh, problem. Yeah. Xbox really isn't competitive anymore in the indie scene. When Nintendo Mm, creeps up. Yeah, but it has the the pass, right? They they might not want to sign a deal where it could lead to them being owned. Yeah, by Microsoft maybe because maybe there's like obsidian. Yeah, there might be some weird conditions where it's like. Yeah, but uh, well, the there's the Game Pass right now, mm-hmm. where like your game is just gonna be there for free. Yeah. So that might be a. Thing well, for too. a monthly fee. Yeah. Yeah. Or a subscription, so yeah. But maybe or, that's how they're paying like indies. Oh, maybe yeah. That's yeah. where they get their money from. But hardcore uh, looks uh, hardcore. <laughs> it, it looks like a Genesis <laughs> game, honestly. I don't know if it's going to be really fun. It looks like uh, a Genesis game that I would like pass on back then. Yeah, it, look, it looks slow and heavy. But and so it, pretty, like, in a... Yeah, Yeah, but I'm like... It just makes me want to replay Halloween Harry instead. <laughs> like, in yeah. Halloween Harry, he runs fast and he has a jetpack. That's that's all you need to know. It's, it's just, it, it just, <laughs> that's the premise. It just, it's like... A game that's like 20 to 30 years old looks better than this game that's get, that's about to come out. But uh, yeah, regardless, I, I also saw another game that was had a retro look to it. And I really like this game. It's called Fight Night. And yeah. I've heard of Fight Night before because it's a Kickstarter game. Um, and I actually um, 
actually kick-started it. Well, not me myself, but I I, I, <laughs> I gave in some... I, I'm making the game, guys. It's, it's my <laughs> idea. No. Um, I, I put in some money. At, I think it was. it's developed by... Um, I can't remember his name, but it's developed in Toronto. I, I, I do I do remember it. I do remember it distinctly because I played uh, the boxing game on Virtual Boy. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. The but, vir- yeah. yeah, it was really, really fucking intense because you saw the fists coming out to your face. I would recoil from the Virtual Boy physically because I would see the face in first-person view and you would see your huge fists. And that made me think of, of Virtual Boy meets... Um, the the boxing game on Virtual Boy meets a uh, beat them up, uh, but with less headaches and not all <laughs> red and black. Yeah, I, that was <laughs> terrible. That was terrible, but it was really intense, and it looks really fun. Actually, I really want to try it out. There's a there's a demo you can try oh, yeah? out of Fight Night if you go on the Kickstarter page. It's really fun, and everything like the way it's presented, it's really funny it makes references to um what's it called uh, fist of the north star where what? you have like the 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 kenshiro like punch moves uh they You're reference briefly everything is about punching it's basically a knight that refuses to carry weapons because when he takes a sword it just it's just destroyed in his hand because he's too he's strong, too strong. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't need weapons because just his grip destroys everything he touches and even the first interaction in the game in the main menu is press punch to start and he's just <laughs> there's a fist that punches the the um, the main menu every character you talk to you punch them and then oh, they really? just start talking <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like doom it's, 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 everything is about punching and it's 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 ridiculous it's really funny um i'm really looking forward to everything about this game and once it comes out i'll just receive an email telling me well it's out guys i'm getting like updates apparently they're aiming for a late 2019 release or like spring 2019 release i i would i would love to try it out honestly because uh it looks like a whole lot of fun. It's going to come out when it's going to come out, and uh, we'll be there for it. Yeah. Or I think I will. But personally, I I want to mention this game because, well, I'm uh, I'm probably the only one here that has VR in general. Mm. So I'm really interested in VR. Yeah, you're And, and tried yeah. out a lot of VR stuff, like uh, super hot VR. That was, that was amazing, <gasps> and it was great and everything. And there's, there's one that's coming out that's called uh, Falcon Age. Yeah, it's it's on PSVR and it's training a hawk, and it's so fucking cute. I yeah. just want to pet it. I would lo- I would yeah. be invested in it. I'm a big 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 fan of cute things, and I swear to God, just the that premise that you're training a hawk in order to do your 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 every whim is is very appealing to me. I feel like 2019 is going to be the year of like the hawk. <laughs> it is the year of the hawk. We said it here. So, <laughs> on three CT, I think we're only missing an Assassin's Creed game, and then you'd have like hawks yeah. all around. But... Uh, I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every it's year DLC. Yeah, DLC forever, and also like maybe a Legends Assassin's Creed game. Oh, uh, maybe yeah, or a Muso Assassin's Creed game, or Assassin's Creed and Smash. No, I don't think that's gonna happen. Oh, honestly, but yeah, that that would be that would be bad joke. <laughs> who who would want that really? Like, 
Um, that would maybe, pollute the know. Smash universe. I'd be fine <laughs> with. I, I, yeah, I'd be fine with a trophy. So far, every Smash character has been like from a Japanese yeah, studio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my so. that's my one rule. Like, yeah. don't don't put unless it's Shovel Knight. Yeah, Shovel Knight. He, he's an assist trophy. Stuff. Yeah, put him in the game anyway. Majima. Yeah, I yeah. feel that, so. <laughs> Majima I, from Yak- yeah, Yakuza. If, if I that would be amazing. If I'm gonna call something, it's that Kiryu's gonna be in Smash eventually. Yeah, <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Okay, if that happens now, oh my god, we have it on record. <laughs> we predicted it. We need them royalty checks. I just really wanted like a actual Tokyo level, you know, like a Kabuki Kemurocho level. Yeah. And uh, yeah. oh, but it's really colorful. It can fit in a Smash universe. That would yeah. be really nice. And I mean, like he can punch <laughs> a bunch of people. He he can like uh, whip out a fish and slap you with it. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a bunch of you stuff. You can dress to do up as it. a mascot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one. Oh, yeah. The mascot. Uh, I I saw that by the oh, way. No. So don't worry. Oh no, Michio. <laughs> uh, with the what's his name? The the <laughs> big perv. Could it? Could he be like a spirit or an assist trophy? No. 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 <laughs> no. That's too much. <laughs> no. Well, they did put Bayonetta in Smash. And she does. Yeah, but she doesn't make cum jokes. Like she doesn't make cum jokes all the time. Well, <laughs> you have a point. She's just—it's true. Know, huh? I noticed uh, that like her hair thing is included in the game. Like when she attacks, she loses hair. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. surprised they kept that yeah. mechanic in yeah. Smash. But it's very like, bold move. Yeah, she—it's she, still like she's more dressed than like uh, Samus in her. Uh, yeah, like, her zero suit. Yeah, the well, the uh, bikini suit. Oh, yeah, the one where you see the midriff and uh, the, oh. even the little triangle in one version, the little I mean, triangle for her not cleavage. Yeah, it's <laughs> in, yeah, it's one of her suits. So, yeah. uh, list. Yeah, there was also um, in the kind of funny games. I just want to go over one other game. Well, no, we're talking about Falcon Age, and I just want to say it looked really cool, and I think the stinger of that trailer was really great. The fist bump. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like that's that that's just oh yeah. that that it's a small detail, but it sold it so much for me. Just that it's like oh, it's like it's your cute like uh, Falcon pet that you raise. Um, the other game that caught my interest was uh, Thunga. I don't know how to pronounce it. Looks oh. like a beat 'em up. I like beat 'em ups. It's coming out January 14th, and it just looks like a beat-em-up in, like, an Amazonian forest. That's pretty much it. It has, like, a cartoony look to it. It was very, like, um, dark greens and browns, and uh, the way it was presented, like, the, the, the color have, palette to the game was like that. Did it have, like, a, a racist undertone, like Guacamele, or, like... Oh, no, you no, think no. Guacamele has a racist undertone? Yeah, it's I... Very, it's I, very caricature. I agree but, with you. Yeah. I actually agree with you. It's very caricatured, like, uh... Yeah. Oh. Well, no, well, guacamole. Oh, okay, like okay, the way okay. it's yeah. presented. Um, from Thunga? I don't know. No, it feels it feels all right. It feels... Um, but maybe I don't know that much about, you know, Amazonian forest tribes or something, but... Uh, um, but it's doing... It's the tribe game, right? Maybe, but it, it, it doesn't feel... Um, exploitative mm, it okay. doesn't feel like ah, I see 
Does it feel like exploitation, like guacamole? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but I might be wrong. Who knows? Mm. Uh, I'll try it out if it's cool. I like beat 'em ups. Beat 'em ups are uh, fun co-op games generally. There's another beat 'em up that that was prevented that was uh, that was presented that was called Toonch, I believe. That's T- the one Toonch? I'm talking about. Yeah. That's oh, why, that, that's how, how you pronounce it. Tunga. 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 <laughs> T-H-U-N-G-E. Oh my god. Yeah, totally. Now I remember it. Someone can it tell us like- how it's pronounced. Like. So so for for you out there that are trying to wonder what the fuck we're talking about, you need to type this into Google. T U N C H E. No, it's T H U N G E. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> God damn. Well, either way, it looks like it's it, it looks like it's Gravity Falls. Oh, spike. yeah. It has like yeah. That's what they call well, um. Is it a CalArts School of uh, Okay. It, it has, has co-op stuff. and PvP too. I'll yeah. ch- I'll well, check yeah. it out. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm interested now. Um, Gravity Falls one of the best uh, shows. Yeah, again, one of the best animated TV shows. How how long is it? Like 40 something episodes, 48? It's two short seasons. And it's complete and it doesn't need more and it's fine and we love it. Gravity Falls. Yeah, it's like three the, thumbs up. It's two seasons and it's the two months of a summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I miss it. Wow. Uh, w- one final game that I want to talk about uh, mm-hmm. personally is that well they they got two big, pretty big studios if we don't count NIS because it always gets snubbed anyway. Yeah. Uh, the 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 final chapter of uh, the Walking Dead. Oh yeah. Was done by the Still Not Bitten studio. Okay. Of the people that uh, got fired by Telltale Games <laughs> and that are still using the same building that they were fired in? Yeah, I think it's like the creator of Walking Dead who, who started that thing. I think, yeah, Kirkman and uh, Skybound. Uh, isn't that like a huge disc? They're still using the same goddamn place <laughs> they were working in. I mean, I find it so weird. They're, they look so happy in the group picture that they took for the promotional and everything, but I bet they're just, like, doing it out of rage rather than passion. I don't know. It's, like, a, it's this one story that apparently they, they'd been working on forever. Like, a, it wasn't just meant to be one season. Mm-hmm. Or at least maybe after season one, it wasn't meant to be only one. Yeah. Like, I hear that people really care about the, the character and the story arc. Over there, yeah, and they, they they went hard with that trailer where they harken back to the first season, which is most people's opinion the best one, mm. by relating like Clementine's latest season's uh, events to what she experienced with uh, Lee in season one. So they really went for the heartstrings on that trailer. I feel like it's it's again it's playing on the nostalgia of how great the first season was and how surprising the other ones and how so good. good yeah, yeah. It's really just downhill from oh, okay. the first season. Oh, Play the first bad. one, and uh, you'd be fine. Yeah, I might, I I might get it when too. it's all out, depending on whoever publishes it. I think you'll, you'll be tired by second season. Maybe even halfway <laughs> through the second season, even if you have all the seasons ready. That's, that's most of my binge-watching shows anyway, though. But, really? uh, so I'll probably but yeah. do it. Don't 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 waste. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't waste the energy. And that studio, like that studio's dead. Yeah. 
There's no... <laughs> Literally. They're zombified by now. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, they're They've there. been bitten. No, they're, they're not even struggling. They're dead. Yeah, I kind of yeah. want to play the second season of uh, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need to play the first one. I haven't With the Joker, really right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yes. The first season I, I, is really I saw good. the whole playthrough. And maybe I'll talk about it in the spoiler cast. But I think... It's a really interesting take on some of the characters. Yeah. I mean, they did change a lot of it. Anyway, I can't say anything without spoiling too much. But it's mm-hmm. actually, uh, I think it's better than season one. Oh, Just really? Saying. Wow. Because yeah. I think season one is like the best Batman game. Cool. Well, you'll see. Yeah. Uh, quick question. Favorite Telltale game? Oh, oh, that's 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 the Wolf Among Us. Oh, I was about to say that. Yes, Wolf Among Us. Yeah, everyone's their favorite, right? Or maybe not. No, no. Mine is Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, I was going to guess that from you. Tales from the Borderlands, because it it just totally surprised me. I had no expectations for that game. I don't like the Borderlands franchise that much. Oh, okay. I know Anthony Birch writes for it, so I was like, that's fine. I guess it's cool, but. I, I tried to play the Borderlands games and I had like minimal levels of enjoyments through them, but then mm. I was like, all right, Telltale takes the Borderlands universe, does something with it, and then I just, you know, from the first 15 minutes of that game, I was into it. Every really? episode was on point. The music was great. Uh, the characters, the way they play with, um, you know, how uh, they play with the, the unreliable narrators. Mm, that's it's awesome. kind of like yes. you know, so it's, it's kind of like a very western telltale. Yeah, west. Well, it's a western western thing copies usually where it's like the unreliable narrator. Someone is trying to spin a story to their advantage, and then who's saying the truth, who's not saying the truth. So it was very different from every other telltale game before it. That most of the choices either resulted on in someone dies or not. Yeah, that's what true. the Game of Thrones Telltale game was. Uh, that's what most yeah. of the Walking Dead Telltale game were. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Among Us was really cool, where like it was mostly about how people feel about yeah. uh, Bigby. Mm. That's why Wolf Among Us is like my close, super really close second yeah, best I, Telltale game. I kind of I, I I. But Borderlands was just a good time overall. I just like the idea that like they don't give you real choices and stuff. I think that's fine. Like if you have a good story to tell, don't change it up too much. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Even if it's um, a slight variation on what you're going to see, if it's executed. Still, my properly. my own experience. I'm not gonna do every choice in the game. No, you're not gonna play through again and just <laughs> and, and then complain and just go to the <laughs> just go make the opposite choices. Yeah, it's I, not I think the Witcher too. Have, have really high expectations for like a million different endings. I mean, hell, when Mass Effect 3 came out, uh, people were were like really fucking bummed out and they wouldn't shut up about it for I at least am. a year. I still am. Because there's three different endings, yeah. right? It's terrible. So I know that they, they, they built up the marketing that eventually it's going to give a million different possibilities and it didn't. Oh, it, there should have been one. <laughs> the there should have been a single ending. Because well, yeah. uh, your choices don't matter in the end. Nope. That's a good lesson to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, it's that a was little sobering. That, that was a wake up call in yeah. general. Yeah, I feel like the, the the hype was so high for what the ending of oh, that yeah. series could be. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, the hype was at its maximum. You know, you've been waiting like it was two thousand and eight. 
when the first game came out and when was the when was Mass Effect 3 released? 2012 was like four years another yeah. lifetime ago with another presidency yeah. and yeah yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a uh, was a whole other era but um yeah. yeah i remember the expectations were high and there was the whole like memes about uh what's his name marauder shields being the last <laughs> boss and i had a I had a good time like even though the the ending was terrible i had a good time at how terrible it was and how like the 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 fans <laughs> Kinda... I never saw a community so angry all at the same time. That's that. See, that was the beginning of Apology DLC. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually Apology did it. DLC and it was free. Yeah, and I actually liked what they added to it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It, they they expanded on a lot of gray areas, which exactly the uh, yeah. which is what they needed, even but, if they didn't have the budget to add another option. Like God, Buzz yeah. Aldrin. The <laughs> yeah, he actually is there at the end of the ending scene, like what with happened? a child and he stuff. He was called the Shepherd. Oh uh, yeah. Oh really? That, that was, was a little cheap. Yeah, was it was him. Jesus it was him Christ. with the child at the end. <laughs> that ending sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I never, they I never got it. I big, didn't know. Big shot to do it. Well, look, the the problem I find with that ending, and like I'm years late talking about this. It's just that they wrote one good ending, which was the bad ending choice, and then everything else was just, oh, like, it can be your own ending. And they were just, like, cop-outs. Well, the synthesis one you're talking about? the, the one No, the bad shit? ending is the one where uh, it, everything just repeats itself because you, you, uh, you're just going to war. Yeah. The, the one that I preferred was the yeah. synthesis one. Yeah, that... Like, it's weird. I wouldn't have done those choices, but uh, seeing the ending, I was like, oh, it's the good that ending, seems right? It's like the, pretty cool. Yeah, but then it changes the whole message. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I don't know. I know, I know. The game was pushing towards one particular yeah. ending, ironically. Bah, bah, bah. And uh, the elusive man was just there at the end for some reason because Martin Sheen is expensive. <laughs> Well, and, I guess so. Uh, the only kid in the universe is an evil ghost. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So well, games still can't make good kids. Yeah. Mm. Big head mode. That's Oof. what kids are. <laughs> well, they're just noticed. normal people with big heads. Is that we've what you're noticed. saying? Well, yeah. Like even games that we enjoy. Like I remember uh, the beginning of Witcher Three. You look at Siri, and she, <laughs> she looks awful as a kid. She's just a. <laughs> A big-headed child. How dare you t- talk shit about The Witcher 3? I, I love <laughs> There's going to be people I, I, with pitchforks I love that series at your entrance. I, it's okay to love something and criticize it, too. Yeah. That kid has a big head. You, you heard well, it here, folks. At least it's folks. not complaining about a puddle in a game. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it kind of is, but it's like it's not, no, it's not like, the end of the world. Like nail it's, your, yeah. your second main character, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, since this uh, podcast is the uh, last, probably the last one we're recording before Christmas, uh, around Christmas time, there's a lot of people that that do top lists, right, mm-hmm. of their favorites of the year. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna just dive right into it. We we compile the top five of general entertainment of whatever we enjoy during this year, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start off with my top five. So yeah. that uh, you know what kind of year I had. 
So, um, in my top five, I wrote um, for uh, in no particular order. First of all, I really enjoyed all the fucking gacha games I played on my phone. Mm. I really started playing this year and got super involved into it and got addicted to a lot of them. Wasted a lot of money in it. Way more than I would like to admit on a public podcast. And uh, yeah, it's basically gambling, but I love it. Um, <laughs> I am obsessed with the arena modes in all of them. I consider them to be all the same game because it's all the same thing, right? It's RPG mechanics and everything. It's it can be a little tactical, but you know you got to grind for your equipment. You got to yeah. you got to, to have a, a lottery choice to see if you've got the best character or not and everything. And I actually wake up every single day one hour in advance to do my daily quests. And I still am thrilled every single time that I pull, try to pull a character in all those seven games that I play. And it actually uh, makes me wake up in the morning and get, mm. it's like my cup of coffee. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. my daily high that I, I have like yeah. seven lottery yeah. tickets well, waiting for me when I wake up. Yeah, I started yeah. playing uh, Pokemon Go recently. Yeah. And it's kind of my, like, it's one of my daily walks. Well, at least I'm trying, but yeah, mm. it's like, it's really fun to just go out and uh, like, yeah, it's a routine thing. I, mm -hmm. I do like routine games when they're not triple A shooters. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you, did you uh, start one of those gacha games by reinstalling it until you got a good... Uh, Yes, I'm one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I am one of the re-rollers. When I get into a gacha game, I need to have... I, I research a little bit which character is meta or whatever. Huh. And then I need to have the one that I would build my team around. Yeah. So it takes me half... It, it takes me sometimes five to six hours before I actually start playing the game because I'm re-rolling yeah. it. Well, that's why I, I, like, I can't get into them because I would have to take like the... Like I want... The I best role. I, yeah. I want my main character. You know? yeah. Huh. yeah. Like if I get a shitty character, I'll, well, I, I got shitty characters for Fire Emblem and just deleted the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that could play against the game as well. I think the closest thing I had to a routine game throughout 2018 was a game that kind of figures in my fave of the years and it's shared with Pierre, I'm pretty sure. It's Dragon Quest XI. Yeah. Just, oh yeah. I made it a routine to maybe play it like uh, it's been a while though since I touched it, but to play it maybe thirty minutes to an hour before bed. Yeah, we talked about this a, earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's such a just a like um, just such a fun game, and you can go at it like pretty easily. It's not really hard, and it's a good before bed game. Like I don't know how to say it. And it was just it. It became my routine for a few weeks. Right, just play a bit of it, and I wanted to play maybe just a half an hour of it, and then I'd end, I'd end up playing like an hour or an hour and a half of it, and then go to bed directly after. And like weirdly, I made quite a bit of progress just by doing that, even though like it's usually said to be like a hundred plus hours game. Yeah, you're yeah. not far uh, into it. <laughs> we're not really like super deep into it, but I'm like, oh man, I've already played maybe 25 hours of it just by having that. 30 mm. minutes to hour, one hour routine just at the end of every day. And That's I, more than a lot of games will give you. Yeah. I, I, I could have finished like one or two games within that time. And I'm still I'm still looking forward to going on through that game. Like I haven't, it hasn't like passed my mind. It's still there and I can't wait to go back to it. Mm. 
I'm really surprised because it was absolutely the contrary before. I mean, the Dragon Quest series, I remember distinctly playing 8, and if I didn't play it for a while, and then I booted it up, and then I would look at my quest logs or whatever, uh, there was a big lack of direction in the game. Yeah. So I would have to, mm. to spend literally 30 minutes just figuring out what was my next move. It's only what was the next thing I was supposed to do? It's only recently that games started caring about the player. Yeah, I remember playing Kingdom Hearts 1, man. That was the whole game. Oh, was the Tarzan out. stage. You just, hey, you're in Alice in Wonderland world. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah, what do I do? Oh, oh that little that's... pixel hole. Go near it. Oh, you shrink. Oh. And then, ah, oh, you go place. What to us? And then what, what, like, MacGuffin goober do I need to get to move on to the next place? And it's, <laughs> it's not really super telegraphed. And then there's Tarzan World, where it's like, yeah. oh, peek to, speak to the jaguar twice and stuff. I think games are doing way better now telling you, like, if you need to go somewhere... It makes it obvious enough without being too hand-holdy to let you know where where the game wants you to progress. It's it's hard to strike that balance because people are going to be unhappy either way. <laughs> yeah. Like if you hold the hand too much and it's like, oh, I don't want another Navi. <laughs> yeah. Or Fi. Yeah. What else is on your list? Oh, uh, well, one of the games that I really enjoyed, uh, yeah... I bought Diablo 3 for the third time, honestly, <laughs> this time for PS4, and I really had a jolly old time. I really loved the get equipment, uh, grind, uh, do runs, feel powerful cycle. I love power trips in games. When I feel power super fantasy. powerful. So, so yeah. this, this one holds up uh, like even years later? Well, the thing is, they've done a lot of progress in the years. I mean, they deleted the auction house, yeah, they yeah, added like a lot of... Uh, uh, faster ways to get better loot. They they made uh, the loot stronger instead mm. of weaker in the rebalance patches. You know. Do you, do you um, play on your own? I I I this time I play with my roommate, which is yeah. really fun. It's and couch it's, co-op. It's a good yeah. couch co-op game because I was wondering about that. Like I'm I might get it. I was wondering if it's good for two player. Yes, yeah, usually yeah, is. Diablo is like four player. Or, well, in my head. Gauntlet games are like you you want four players throughout, or it gets harder at the end if you're not enough players. It balances out. It always. I remember the Diablo games to actually be super. I balanced. always played like Diablo one and two. I played alone. Yeah. yeah. If you're alone, you'll have the level of enemies, and their levels will be adjusted for one player. If yeah. Two. It's always been balanced, and I think that's one of the things that people like about the Diablo series and just Blizzard in general. Yeah. They always find ways to make it even hmm. yeah it's true uh it does feel i have to admit since the isometric view is a fixed camera outside uh it does look like the screen is a little empty when you're playing two players but when you get op your spells get more explosive and, yeah, okay. and it's way better that way after sometimes it's really hard to figure out where you are on the screen even when you're two players they even put a oh. control where there's a beacon of light that shoots out of you when you press r3 because you're like whoa there's where too much I? going on <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the screen that's yeah, yeah, that's a good out. that's a good feature yeah i kind of miss games where you feel small on the screen like the earlier fallouts into yeah, yeah. like uh, or, dead, uh, dead nation yeah. gauntlet uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i know what you mean yeah so uh going on in my top five, uh, in the entertainment, in the movies, in the TV, and everything, I, the show that I loved the most was Better Call Saul. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's from the same creator, same writer as uh, Breaking Bad, and it uh, follows the story of uh, Saul Saul Goodman. Uh, actually, he was called uh, Jimmy. Um, and uh, you you see his origin story, and quite frankly, the first first season was a little slow. It was a little. The build up that was a little uh, kind of boring. Was it figuring itself out a little bit? Or? I I have the impression of that, but then I realized that it, it, just like Breaking Bad, it is a slow burn, mm-hmm. and it's really worth it. And there are scenes mm-hmm. in the mo- in the second season and the third season and fourth that now I remember that I'll keep remembering that it's some of my favorite scenes in entertainment in general, and mm. it's it's it's. The, the characters, you want to root for them. And just like Breaking Bad, you know, you, you've got their gray area morals and everything, like choices and everything. Um, you feel for Western. all of the characters. Yeah, a good yeah. Western. It's like a Breaking good Western. Breaking Bad is a good Western. So I've, I've never watched Breaking Bad at all. Well, it's, I watched 10 minutes and I was like, ah, oh, not for me. It's <laughs> really long, <laughs> But man. But, but uh, Better Call Saul looks good. Can I watch that without watching Breaking Bad? Yes, yes, you yeah. can because it's re- literally a prequel to everything that and, happens. And like, could I watch Breaking Bad afterwards if I'm still into the the world? Or I'm pretty like, sure you can. Yeah, because Saul it is aged a, poorly or Saul anything? is like a tertiary character in hmm. Breaking Bad. Okay, you actually see some because I'm more scenes? interested in Saul than Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad, the guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. bald guy who yeah. breaks bad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Breaking Bad, the guy. Yeah, like, Breaking Bad, like yeah. Bleach. It's like let's cook. <laughs> <laughs> let's cook, Jesse. Bitch. And Magnets. <laughs> science, bitch. Oh, science, bitch. And the the last one in my top five that I've got to go character. to. Uh, oh wait, no, 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 no. I <laughs> I said three. So the, the fourth one, uh, my second piece of entertainment that I loved. Um, this year was Bojack Horseman. And mm-hmm. let me just tell you a little bit. Um, I really, 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 really love the pressing shit. Okay? <laughs> Honestly, like, my favorite anime is Evangelion. My yeah. favorite artists are Radiohead and Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. I really love stuff that really depicts depression in a, in a how can I say this, in an accurate way. Like human suffering... Uh, and and kind of humanizes it instead of demonizes yeah, well, it. Well, it's mm-hmm. like you're not alone in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, uh, you so, go through your day and you listen to entertainment and you just go like, well, I, I'm, not, I'm not like a regular protagonist always like being a prodigy and yeah. do uh, very it's, little it's efforts. Part for, of the human experience. It's the self-awareness of life. Yeah. Moments. yeah, exactly. The self-awareness of just... Not everything is roses all the time. Yeah. Everything is nice. And some people are honest enough to talk about the things that matter, which are also the moments where you don't know what you need to do or how to fix things. Yep. And that's yeah. that's very real. And a lot of people are just like holding on and trying not to face those things, right? So yeah. they, they will detest yeah. like these the the like this type of media. Absolutely. And I, I, th- I think it's a shame because, well, you really can gain something from understanding and feeling for these characters. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like therapy, honestly, uh, because you can you, you 
It's if a, you don't see yourself outside of yourself, it's as if you're invisible. But it's a therapy that's punching you in the face constantly, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's kind of on the nose sometimes. It literally talks about abortion, about about the drug addiction, about how to cope with uh, with not having a goal in general. Mm, yeah, with, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's 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 really in a world I, that needs you to do. Uh, and it doesn't it. give easy answers in like a twenty three minute format. Sometimes, yes. like <laughs> yeah. not it's everything not is just not everything doesn't just have like a. An easy goal or like an easy conclusion to come to and you just had to figure out that yeah that's the point you of need the your show, friends though, right? all along mm-hmm. or, uh, like i think i think that's what he like the 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 author of that show said when yeah. he, he wrote it Raphael bob waxberg or something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the anti like sitcom where like yeah. the, the 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 weekly resolution is garbage and how yeah. do you deconstruct that into a great show Yeah, and I feel ironically that BoJack Horseman is the most human show. Yeah, going on right now. Yeah, and actually, and, and, and it's a horse. Yeah, <laughs> he's more man. <laughs> ironically, the the ending song of it is he more man than a horse? Is he more man? Uh, is he, he more, more a horse, horse than, than a man? man? <laughs> BoJack, BoJack, and um, it's God, that it's, dog. <laughs> it really that pumpkin dog. You know, a peanut butter, the, the, yeah, Mr. Mr. Peanut, peanut butter, butter. that's so played good. by, uh, by uh, <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins, which yeah. is a great podcaster, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he's he's amazing. He plays piano and everything at the same time as his show. Anyway, but <laughs> this 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 show really 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 is a home run for me, and it mm. really is in a lot of top lists of other critics and everything. And um, you know, it 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 depicts reality in a, in a very nice way and uh, in a, uh, not nice i mean realistic way but the thing is what i like about it is that um also what they did before in the season before still yeah. happened they still yeah, refer they're, 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 to it they still regret their actions continuity there's a yeah. continuity like the like uh, at one time bojack does something really fucking sick And they still talk about it, like four, uh, like three seasons afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you remember that time? Uh, you, you, you were an ass that time. Change from that. It, the, And this doesn't. show doesn't have really bad. Like, this show doesn't have a bad season. That's the, how I feel about it. Is it, it the last season this year? No, there's no, still I, still some left, the, unless Netflix cancels it, which it probably won't. I nope. Hope. But uh, it, this show doesn't have bad seasons. And in other TV shows, I'm thinking even like some of the greatest shows, like The Wire, sometimes Oof. if a season is not as strong as the other ones, they just kind of sweep it under the rug and pretend like nothing ever happened. Like Last that season, season is like season two of The Wire. Uh, I like it, but yeah. Yeah, but watch season three, four, five. Yeah. It's as if it never happened. Yeah, it's true. Huh? There's yeah. like they never call back to it. They'll call back to stuff from season one, but never two. Yeah. And in BoJack, it does the opposite, where it's like, it's a good show, but terrible stuff happened in season two, and they'll constantly call back to it throughout the show. And it's it feels, again, it's it's a truism. It's, it's truer to life than other sitcoms or other drama shows would have it like depicted, because it's something really bad was done by this character, and there's no real way to escape it and just think that through time it'll be forgotten because the character does live with that guilt so it carries on throughout the seasons mm-hmm. and that's that's where some of the heavy stuff comes uh, in that show so yeah I, I, I 
totally agree with you on this uh, with Bojack Horseman, and I just want to. They kind of yeah. like every episode has like every really sad moment. The next episode kind of uh, like lifts you up a little bit before the next episode like crushes you again. Yeah, it has non sequitur yeah. humor at, at one point, really silly. Yeah. Like, uh, like the character. You're uh, fine now? Okay, let's crush you again. Yeah. yeah. It oh, kind you're, of plays you're, you're figuring stuff out. Oh, well, not anymore. Here, here's like, another. <laughs> yeah, here's another curveball for you. Uh, it's not working out. Huh? Um, I, there's. Again, a really strong episode in the latest season of Bojack. Yeah, I think about it. I the 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 eulogy episode. Ooh, yes, it was is, him alone. That is, that is amazing television. Without spoiling too much, unless you feel free. I don't know, listeners, if you listen to Bojack or if you're going to, but he's just speaking alone. That whole episode, he has to carry the whole episode without any one single scene. Yeah, it's a eulogy made, and it's just it's one character speaking for the whole episode. It's a monologue. Oh, there's like the oh, there's also the episode where uh, he goes uh, in underwater. Yeah, oh it's, yeah, it's, that was a really uh, strong story. It's dialogue free. Like yeah. there's no dialogue, and it's just it's pure animation. And uh, you know the Hitchcock famous quote: "Show don't tell," hmm. and you get everything. Hmm. Yeah, BoJack, great television. We recommended three thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a suggestion. It's not maybe a, f- a, a fave, but uh, Pierre will uh, will corroborate me on this. But uh, <laughs> the Neo Yokio Christmas special, <laughs> Neo yeah. Yokio Pink Christmas, is the absolute opposite of BoJack. It's it's absolutely useless. <laughs> it's absolutely useless yeah, disposable is, you will learn nothing from this you this is an utter amazing waste of time I loved it really absolutely so yeah, yeah. I heard you hype it up last last week and it was everything you uh, you hoped it to be <laughs> Jaden yeah. Smith power man yeah it was really good yeah it's yeah. just it's 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 absurdism it's vapid it's um, it's about things. It's not rapid. It's it's like it's so self-aware that like. Isn't it kind of biting social commentary at at, at some <laughs> point? It's, it's not <laughs> no, biting. No, it's no. not biting. It's licking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Licking. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not vapid. It's very vain, but it wants to be vain in a way to criticize it. To yeah. Way. Remember when Owen Wilson was cool. Uh, yeah, or wow. like James Franco. Yeah, it has that vibe of like <laughs> it's made by <laughs> by students, like by college students who are like too too intelligent, and they decide to just shit on you with their intelligence yeah. and make something really funny and useless. Yeah, and it's yeah. just it's really moment to moment. Like it's it's how 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 would I pitch this? <laughs> it's it's um demon slaying. Fuck boy. Oh. <laughs> I think they would yeah. sell more. They would sell more if they call the demon that's slaying what it is. fuck boy. It, it, that's what it is. I just feel like a lot of people are scared to get into it because they think that this is a and something that tries to be a serious anime or that it's trying to communicate some yeah. truths. It does. It does. It's so poorly that it does it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 on purpose. And like, on purpose. Yeah. It's, it's intuitively that. Yeah. Like like uh, we said this to you the other day, but basically it's like 
a really really bad 90s or 80s and late 80s anime dub and uh, <laughs> on top of it it's just it's modern day like yeah like demon slaying fuckboy <laughs> and, and it's like yeah it, it, demon slaying it, morose fuckboy it's like if you if you decided to yeah if you decided to make a show about like bad dubbing <laughs> that's yeah you would come up with that show so i guess that it's not for everyone people that don't understand that kind no, of it's meta not for it's humor it's for no one therefore it's for everyone <laughs> That's it's definitely for me. <laughs> exactly. I, I me I'm like that that was an amazing hour. Like I could have scrolled down my Facebook page for an hour and watched this. I'm glad I watched this. <laughs> yeah, it, it got a lot of bad rep because it it presented itself so seriously on purpose. Yeah. That that like people like just didn't watch it. Yeah. But uh, they're missing out. They're missing out. I feel like it there's definitely there's there's If you There's like early Wes Anderson and <laughs> anime, you're gonna enjoy this. <laughs> oh, yeah! I, I, ooh, yeah. you're you're tugging at my heartstrings. Yep. Early Wes Anderson. Ooh, yeah. I love that. All they do is begat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of the first quotes from the the Christmas special. Is just characters reading the Bible to the main protagonist Kaz played by Jaden Smith what and he's just like oh and then Joseph begat Joshua and, and he's like stop it it's boring all these characters do is begat <laughs> <laughs> what and what there's, the just, there's so much zingers in that show like it, all they do is begat <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah. again if you're not sold on it fine but you're missing out You're missing out. The, the 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 last one in my list of top fives. Okay, I refuse to change it. I know it's one in common that's with Pierre, mm. and I wanted to put something else, but I changed my mind. It's gonna match yours. Mm. Yakuza Six. Yeah. Okay. That 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 made me. That reminded me how much I love the series. I love yeah. fucking around in it. I love the mini games. I love the atmosphere. I love the serious tone of the story. That's so fucking badass. I love the 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 shift. The, the it, it turns on a dime. You know, you're in your story. There's the big you, big uh, mafia story going on and intense, and you're you have to kick ass and you have to betray people. And then you turn around and you're in a mascot suit and you're you're kicking <laughs> yeah. people's asses for making children cry and and looking really cute while doing it and everything. Yeah. Or like you go in the restaurant or you you play darts or you play baseball or. And, and it rewards you significantly each time you do that thing. It doesn't feel like Shenmue. Uh, it's, yeah. it's Shenmue made way better and, and polished and refined in a better setting. It's really amazing. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even finish it, and I know it's part of my top five. Even if I finished multiple games this year, yeah. mm. I, just the fact that the, 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 the fraction that I played of it, I know it's going to be gold. The whole, the whole way, and it's gonna be worth my time. I'm gonna miss Yakuza once I'm gonna finish with, it, uh, be finished with it. It's gonna be a while until the next one. And, yeah, uh, well, yeah, no, because no you've got uh, Kiwami Two. Kiwami Two, yeah. yeah. Kiwami and Kiwami Two, mm. which, uh, well, did you play Kiwami? Mm. 
I have yet to indulge. Okay, so, well, they're basically Yakuza 1 and 2, but remade? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're more more like... Uh, they're more about beating people up than about their minigames, but they've, been, they've, they've pushed, like, newer minigames into the into into the older games so you'll have fun kiwami 2 uses the same engine as yakuza 6 so uh, and that's that's a big plus okay so it's not just a repolish it's just really no they it's really like, put it's, a it's lot like of if they made that game this year it's <laughs> not it's not a remaster it's like it's it's incredible yeah but it's 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 well, like the, 10 the story, hours the story instead, yeah right? yeah exactly the story's got good uh, starting from three, I'd say maybe four. Um, it's really so. straightforward. I saw the the yeah. recaps of one and two before playing six. I looked at all the recaps. Yeah, and there's much less to say, the, even officially. Yeah, <laughs> even their official recaps in game. There's much less to say about one and two. Than yeah, all yeah, because the because they decided to to make it more serious after after two. Like in two, there's uh, I. There's a, I think it's Osaka Castle, like splits in half and opens up, and then there's like a, a giant castle underneath that like comes out and it's made of pure gold, and that's your final area to fight in. Wow! Like that's how that's how like dumb the first Yakuza games were. Okay, and, and that's good. Like that's really Stop fun. finding their voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they had to, to to find their sweet spot. Yeah, they, they, they had to well, find it's, their G-spot. It's because they were PS2 games. Mm-hmm. That's that's all it was. It was just like games before good story mm-hmm. telling, and then well, sometimes yeah. you just have like a development team and a writing team, and they wouldn't even be in the same building or even see what they were doing. Yeah, yeah just like just like Sonic uh, Three. Yeah, Sonic and even 3, even they were, the... they were sealed off to another section of the Sega building. What's the writing in Sonic Three? <laughs> Well, the staff staff from Sonic 3 was sealed off from the rest of the staff altogether. That's common in the game industry. I remember being... uh, (laughs) Walled in? Yeah. uh, I I was in an office once where there would be an alarm on the the door to to other teams to make sure that we would never trespass. (laughs) Don't trespass. That's a little childish, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. I mean, hell, they, they the, could see each other outside the fucking building. The game industry can be pretty insulting to people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, first yeah. hand experience. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's that's my top five. I talked about it, and uh, why don't we dive right into yours, Rita? Uh, all right. So in my faves of 2018, um, I need to mention something that came out really early in the year. Uh, that was uh, really cool, but I can't recommend to anyone. Uh, it's uh, Devilman Crybaby. Why don't you recommend it? It's it's ultra violent. It's kind of absurd at moments. It's made by um, I forget his first name, but Yuasa. Yeah. Um, he directed uh, Lou Over the Wall and Night is Short, Walk on Girl, Ping Pong, the animation. He's a well-known uh, anime director. Mm. he's done um, I think like maybe he's not the most popular name at the moment but no. he, he's definitely like the best name he's one of my favorites right now because he's weird I like weird shit Devilman Crybaby is weird but this is rated R beyond rated R stuff in terms of uh, visual content it doesn't hide 
anything or barely anything. There's even some yeah. questionable story beats sometimes to it. But if you just want to know something, Devilman Crybaby was... Ri- well, Devilman was originally like a manga mm-hmm. um, in the in the 70s, I believe. Like yeah, it's really, 60s, really old. Late 60s it, it or is, early 70s? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. It's it, around Astro it, Boy. It's super time. early. It's the same guy who invented uh, Mazinger Z. Um, I can't mm. remember the name of the mangaka either. Uh, I should, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was just a six manga series run that was really dark at the time, and it was um, it was uh, a subversion of the superhero genre. So it's a guy who gets possessed by a demon, but he's so nice naturally that he kind of ends up being this guy with demon powers, but fighting for humans. Oh. Yeah. And there's this whole war between angels and humans, yeah. and it turns to shit, and uh, everyone dies. In the original series, yeah, the the uh, the, and it was remade multiple times. And yeah, the the whole the whole concept behind like the fact that everyone died. Basically, it's the beginning of the apocalypse. Yeah, that's the story of it. Like, there's there's no real spoilers there unless yeah, it's deeply like, rooted in. That's like, what uh, that, that's what the purpose yeah. of the story yeah. is, and the idea is that there is a loop. Yeah, it comes and back and everything. And, and yeah. a lot of the remakes or the different versions, like this one, plays with the fact that it's a loop. Like, ah, oh, that's why they were able to to continue on. Okay. So, so like this new one, it, it it's it's not the first time this has happened. Yeah, like they don't they don't necessarily point to it, but but it's they, they kind of wink at it. Like they, yeah. they there's like a, there's references to older Devilmen in this new Devilmen series. Mm-hmm. And uh, just so you know, you mentioned it earlier, you're a Hideaki Anno fan. Oh, yeah. Um, the oh, original I... Devilman inspired really well-known and liked uh, mangas and animes such as Evangelion. I or, do remember him yeah, mentioning sure. it. Or the yeah. end now of Evangelion of it. and uh, Berserk as well were yeah. deeply inspired by Devilman. And it's kind of cool to see a new take on... An old series that inspired so much amazing content today. But but now it's definitely that. a seinen. It's like eighteen plus. Absolutely, it's yeah. it's beyond rated art. And again, I beyond I, I feel yeah. like maybe like ten percent or even less of the people who might be interested in anime in general might even like this series just yeah, because of I, how it. I pushed it, it on a couple of people at the beginning when it came out, and nobody got it. Yeah, exactly. Wow, it's, really? it's, it's really, it's really, it's really disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, it's I really funny. love that sick shit. I know. Yeah. we know you would like it, mm. but I can't recommend it to everybody. But I do feel like it's cool that a good director took a classic franchise and made something really good about it and bringing it back. Because most in of his other stuff is slice of life and really nice and for everyone, really. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very accessible. Like, Lou Over the Wall is just... It was my favorite movie of the Fantasia Film Festival in 2017. Mm. It was super heartwarming. It's like a family movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just better Ponyo. Like, screw it. It's better just, Ponyo? It's just better Whoa, Ponyo. Whoa, bold statements here. 3CD. No, it's, it's better, better than a Ghibli pa- movie? It's, it's better Ponyo. Yeah, yeah Ponyo damn. could get wrecked. Like, just elbow Shit. to the face, Ponyo. <laughs> Lou Over the Wall is here. Lou jumped over the wall. She's here for you, and she got you. That's the thing. You. Like, like uh, Ghibli did a lot of things, and uh, I think specifically, you're saying it's better than a Miyazaki movie more than like the other. Yeah, because Ghibli did do like Pompoko. Yeah, but like, I feel, I feel like, I feel like every Miyazaki movie has been kind of the same but better every time. Mm-hmm. And, le- and, and, oh, so, I know what and you Ponyo mean by was that, like, 
there's always this, like there's always the black creature there's always like there's it's always cute there's goopy stuff things. old people and, and I love well, yeah movies. come to think of it they have like a checklist <laughs> like yeah, sometimes pigs something to, to <laughs> for the children something for the wise people some something to relate to with the parents the emotional moments the animations moments. about flying yeah like even like visually the mm-hmm. it's always just an improvement on itself yeah Ponyo necessar- wasn't necessarily an improvement it was really good. Uh, I love it. There's that cool scene when she runs on the water. It's, oh, yeah. The I fish. remember that. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like Ponyo aims at a really, like, young audience. Yeah. Really, really young audience. So, of course, like, Ponyo's was never made for us. But, like, Lou Over the Wall isn't necessarily for kids. No. No. So, but that's probably why I enjoy it more. But just yeah. the animation is so crazy and it just goes out of proportion sometimes and it's kind of rough and drawn yeah, he, and he, what, how he animates dancing and mixes it with the sound. He innovates like, a lot. Like uh, he pu- He's pushing anime where most anime isn't going. Wouldn't dare, yeah. Because it, it looks weird sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'm fine with it. And special mention, Devilman Cryby, every episode has like a Rapanese segment. <laughs> and it just... Rapanese? It's, it's Japanese rap. Like, just, oh, hell yeah! <laughs> and it's just, it's it sounds good every time. And it usually helps you just figure out what's going on in the episode. It's relevant and it's it's cool. And wow. the soundtrack, the soundtrack is bonkers. I I'm totally gonna start watching that shit. God damn! Double You've Man convinced Crybaby. me. Double Man Crybaby. All right, so yeah, um, just have in mind there's another TV show that I really enjoyed uh, that came out this year. Uh, it was Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, I uh, never saw it coming. I never, I can't believe this show is as good as it is. It's really dumb that this wasn't made earlier. This is probably the best rethinking of like an old franchise. Just to to put into context, have you heard of Cobra Kai, Jason? Oh yeah, I heard it was actually a very very good throwback slash tribute slash continuation. Of the Karate Kid world, right? It's a straight up 34 years later sequel. With the What? same actors. <laughs> with they, the they same actors. It. And it's yeah, produced by actors. YouTube. Yeah, it's a YouTube Red show? It's a YouTube, yeah, or whatever it's called now. No, now it's called YouTube Premium. Somehow they changed uh, name within yeah. like three months of its existence. But this, like, I'm echoing what a lot of people are saying, but this show doesn't deserve to be as good as it is. Really, and okay. it's it, it basically takes the, the the premise of like the the, the old Karate Kid, uh, the the um, the main antagonist to uh, Daniel Larusso at the time, uh, what's his name, Jimmy, or something? Does it? Um, I can't remember. Lawrence, that's his last name. Because I didn't watch Cobra Kai either. Yeah. I really want to though. <laughs> it's great. Is it's... it ever going to be outside of YouTube? Uh, pff, you could get creative on the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not endorsing torrents of any kind. <laughs> no, no, no. But you can, you can, you can. Or like, how much? Do you know how much it costs? Like, to, life to, to get on YouTube. Way. <laughs> life. Uh, uh, no, but if oh, it's like it's, it's, it's like a subscription or... thing. So it's you, like I, you pay like not eight dollars a month or something. Yes, yeah, so I can me. get it for a month and then like. Uh, yeah. See what yeah, you I could, want. Watch, watch it. And keep it. If watch I like it in it, a day I'm, or two and then get over. It. I think it's only 10 episodes. They're about 30 minute long episodes, and it's the the main antagonist from the original Karate Kid, but 34 years later, and he is mm. a wreck. Yeah. His life is 
wrecked since he lost that tournament to Daniel. He's never got over himself. His ego is destroyed. He just works like a shitty janitor job and he lives in like the, the a shitty apartment uh, in Not to offend any janitors out there. No, no, but he, it's not, it's not the job. It's just that he is unhappy in his life in general. And he's still never over that, that fight. And he's just uh, drinking himself drunk every night and just alone and miserable. He barely talks to his son. He's divorced. Uh, He doesn't really have any friends. He's kind of really in a bad place. And you see like Daniel... Is this use? Is this like a premium car salesman? Oh wow! And really? His typical. life, his life is going fine. He has like daughter and a son, but it's not so perfect either. Like he also has like gripes with some elements of his life as well. And he's and they echo like each other. And one episode will be from the perspective of uh, Lawrence, and one episode will be from the perspective of Daniel let's say that same day really and okay. it just and it builds up oh. to like a really cool um, like a revival of their original rivalry where they meet like through certain circumstances and they're kind of fine salesman. Yeah, yeah they're they're adults but you know they're trying to be fine with it but they're really not and things just escalate and there's a new <laughs> generation <laughs> things escalate and they're yeah. like and you know, you, you know that they want to say things to each other because, yeah. like... And one of the things this show does is that the new generation of um, karate kids, if you want, is really great. Like, uh, uh, How old are they, like, the actors? Uh, they're, like, 15, 16-year-olds, and they're all... They're 15, 16-year-old actors, too, and they do a great job. The little kid, Miguel, is, like, uh, Lawrence's neighbor. He just moved in. Um, and Lawrence is shitty to him, but, (laughs) but he, but Miguel loves him because he's like, oh man, you're a karate dude. And like, he defended him from like some bullies at his school and he's like, oh shit, what is that? And it's like, it's karate. And it's like a huge throw. The the guy never left the eighties. He's still driving his red firebird. Oh. And he's not over it. And he doesn't like people will say, like, oh, you should just start like, you know, your karate dojo and put it on Facebook. And he's like, what's Facebook? He's just he's just (laughs) he's disconnected with the times. Yeah. And it's a really interesting dynamic to see the new generation with the older one and how they build up and it's just a straight up sequel to the original. But more than anything, it makes the original movie better. And it's all wrapped up in this amazing theme and uh, just this amazing, like, interpretation and just analysis of long-term effects of bullying. Mm. Oh, oh! It really ooh. has something to say about it. Ooh, that and hits it, me on a it, personal it, level. And it wears it wears it on its sleeves, and it does it well. It does it honestly, and it has really like strong elements of understanding what bullying is Mm -hmm. how it has multiple facets and what it can do to someone's life so it's turning a stupid ass 90s film into like something that's worthwhile yes it is a great thing out of something that was it's not just good it's like it's got purpose for me it's great yeah it has purpose it it's so good that it comes from something that's kind of so-so from the 80s and it makes the thing from the 80s that was so-so much better Wow, it's really rare that entertainment has 
a sequel that retroactively makes the original material better. Mm-hmm. I can only think of a few minor examples, and wow, okay. Well, I really got to check it out. Even James Rolfe from AVGN mm-hmm. uh, recommends that every single chance oh, that yeah. he has to talk about it. He's like, watch it. Watch it, guys. It doesn't look cool, but it is. I have to confess I should subscribe to his channel. Yeah. <laughs> to James Rolfe. Oh, this is pretty cool. I haven't, I haven't subscribed. I've been missing a lot of info, but you said the Macaulay Culkin thing. And mm-hmm. this, I'm like, all right. Um, I'm, yeah, I didn't even know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back on the on the AVGN and just see what's what's up, what's what's he's, happening, James. He's somehow still having fun. Cool. Doing the videos and it shows. Cool. So. I'm looking forward to it. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Other thing um, to go quickly. Also, I just want to mention some games too. We've talked about it earlier, but Into the Breach is just like fun times, just like strategy. Yeah. Is it is it too hard for somebody that like doesn't really get it, like doesn't get strategy games, or does it have a good learning curve? It's because it sounds really hard. It's power chess. Okay. <laughs> so if I lose at chess all the time, should I still play this game? Yeah. 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 Because it's 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 kind of a puzzle game. Yeah. Because the thing is, when you lose, it can restart. Like it. It scratches that itch that XCOM, yeah, like does, but without being like a hundred and forty dollar game. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's super accessible. Again, we said it's from the people that made FTL, and it just you can always come back to a challenge and just memorize like what you need to do. And the more you play, the better you'll get at it, and you'll just feel so good by knowing how to use your units well and just placement and understanding terrain and enemies there's there's a really good satisfaction to it this this could be like a cell phone game too uh-huh. yeah if yeah. you didn't have yeah it could be a cell phone game too and it just it's there's not much mechanically going on it's all about the strategy and i feel it's way more accessible than it lets on like or that people perceive it just because it's challenging it's not complicated did you finish it no because i'm wondering how long it is like, no apparently I'm thinking of picking yeah. it up on the yeah. switch but it's pretty hefty but it's one of those games where you can play 30 minutes at a time yeah like a like a mission like, so yeah. yeah so one single battle isn't 45 minutes like final fantasy tactics right no it's way more condensed like there's it's way more condensed it doesn't waste your time Mm. It really doesn't waste your time. It respects your time. And uh, the more you play, the more you know what you need to do. And the more you, you know your units, again. So even if the challenge is tougher, you're getting more and more ready for it. Like, there's a, the progression curve on it is... It's amazing. I bet I'm going to love it. I love the tacticals. I love this guy. Uh, I yeah. love, love everything that gives me too many choices in an RPG. I mean, like... Uh, Bravely Default. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love everything. I, I, I love Fire Emblem. I lo- because I love the feeling of validation that it gives you when you do the right choices and you combine the right classes yeah. and they save each other and you, you kick the other person's ass because you have a good understanding of the mechanics. Yeah, and you everything. figured it out and you're like... Yeah. It's that... Uh... I love that shit. I get off on that shit. 
<laughs> That's that, why I play so many goddamn gotcha games with those it's systems. That, it's that objection moment in Phoenix Wright. Yeah. It's like, I got you. Like, I figured it out. Um, other thing, other game I want to mention, uh, Pillars of Eternity 2. Mm. I feel like it came out in a, in, a, in a moment and in a year where a lot of other games came out that kind of stole the spot. But Pillars of Eternity 1 was kind of like a really well done classical computer RPG. Like Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Yeah. It's But like Baldur's Gate with people that... Worked uh, on Baldur's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> But just made some uh, quality of life improvements to it. Pillars of Eternity 2 is a little bit more of that. And uh, the setting is a bit different. This is a pirate RPG. The whole really? setting is just islands. Uh, you're, mm. You have, you, instead of managing your castle, you're managing your pirate ship, your oh, crew. Really? Um, it's just in the same universe. But yeah, they, it's they the same, exactly. to take like a different take. Yeah, it just, it's a sequel. You take some of the characters from the previous games, new ones. They're on a boat. They're going through islands. Go get the One Piece. <laughs> just, just you know have fun deal with island politics and stuff and just and changing the context make it for makes it like a different rpg and the kind of quests you will have as like you know there's always like treasure hunting and just uh uh ship battles are in there but they're in text form where you have to take decisions as text and you have stats for the boats and there's like little animations and you find really clever ways without using cutscenes to convey story moments oh, through text and narration and good voices, like good voiceovers. Um, so really, you think it really earned its spot in the top RPGs list and the VGAs, right? Yes. And yes, I find I it a little it. awkward that uh, Monster Hunter is still one in the RPG. It shouldn't be in the same category yeah, it's, as It's this. a game of its genre. Like the... the, the Yeah. Do you think you need to play Pillars of Eternity 1 to play the second one? Uh, like, there's a lot of lore. Yeah, the lore is intense in those games. Um, I don't think you need to unless you really... But it might if, 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 inform you to yeah. play the first one. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's how I feel about it. And the thing is, Pillars of Eternity 2 is going to come out on Switch. Oh, really? So, There you go. So it's always a good reason to... Yeah, and I feel like it's going to be portable. It's going to be fine. You can take it on the go. You can take it easy. Uh, while you're at home playing it on your TV uh, one of the fun things about the game again it's the, the whole like ship management thing where you can just be a trader if you want you can be a pirate uh, you can just go directly do the story quests and just go and dive into the lore and figure stuff out uh, but one of the most enjoyable things that they added in this game again is uh, party mechanics mm -hmm. Um Earlier, we were talking about how in some games, let's say like the Telltale games, uh, decisions you make don't matter sometimes. Yeah, you have the impression of that in some And it's, yeah. it's, it's in these games, it's an example of uh, something that's kind of, um, it's not appreciated. It really cheapens the game to understand that your choices don't matter. Pillars of Eternity 2 has choices that matter and choices that don't matter, but it's to the game's benefit. Basically, what I mean by that is when you have party members mm -hmm. that have that are characters, they have their own personalities, they have their own beliefs, they are even defined by their religions, their political values and stuff, and you have them within your party, sometimes you can make a decision as the protagonist, but if they're within your crew at a critical moment that goes against their value, 
they will act however that character needs to act at the moment. Kind of like oh, how they implemented it's it like in DMD. Divinity, right? Uh, a little bit, a little bit, but the way we played Divinity, it was we were mostly just like we were all our characters, so we didn't really have NPCs. Pillars of Eternity doesn't have co-op, unfortunately. That's one thing it has that Divinity has over Pillars. Um, but in that game, since all your party members, other than your own character, is an NPC, uh, they will make decisions on their own. Let's say you go on an island and there's a trial and you think that you should grant um, uh, like freedom to a character, even though they've committed uh, crimes mm-hmm. according to that island. If the character that's within your party disagrees with you, and might be a little bit on the uh, just like impulsive edge. They'll just kill them themselves. Oh, really? And that, then, that bad? Yeah. And they, then, they won't and just then, go like, I disagree with you, party leader. Well, they can, but let's, yeah, let's continue on. They'll disagree or depending on the characters, they'll act in different manners. And it gives just a whole other... Uh, it gives more dimension to the game and the characters. Mm-hmm. And it does feel like a pirated adventure in that sense. Much like Sea of Thieves. <laughs> what Sea of Thieves wished it was, honestly. Yep. Yeah, it's the it's the better pirate game. Oh, you said it here. And it doesn't even need 3D, right? <laughs> no, no. Isometric uh, computer RPG style. Classic Baldur's Gate. What, again, quality of life improvements. Uh, really enjoyable. See, the devs of uh, Sea of Thieves should have uh, went back to their... Uh... 2D roots. <laughs> well, I, I, there's a soft spot for Rare. Like, I have a soft spot for them because they made some good games, and I think they're just stuck in this weird in-between position where they have to follow, like, Microsoft's line of products that they want to make and release. But they also try to put in their own vision, and they're always... It feels really uncomfortable. I don't know what it's like to work at Rare right now. I'd be curious. I'd love to see a documentary on what's the work culture at Rare. It must be... They must be really sick of hearing the same shit. Like, why isn't... Like, old Rare. Oh, my God. And conquer. living in the shadows conquer. of it. Conquer. Bring Conquer back. Do Conquer too. Oh, my God. Donkey Kong Country. Conquer. But I get it. Those games are great. And I understand people who enjoy them and want... You know, they say the old Rare back. Yeah. Uh, I think it could be done. There was even the Rare collection on the Xbox that Mm -hmm. had some of the games, some of their most famous games. But um, my heart goes out to Rare. I I hope they they can do better eventually. Rare's dead. (laughs) Drastic. Drastic opinion. (laughs) 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 Oh, like a shot fired! <laughs> hit the target straight in the head. It's it's just not the same rare, right? It's exactly. It's so this yeah. People say old rare and whatever this is now. It's like old bungee. Ooh, yeah, yeah, quite similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just go to my last last uh, fave, and I think you'll all like have a lot to say on this. Because we've all played it and we've all loved it. We've talked about it before, but it's Deltarune. Yeah. 
Oh, that yeah. demo was amazing. Deltarune. Deltarune was in my faves. And, yeah, uh, yeah. let's, let's, Deltarune, I love it's, you. It's free like, game. Yeah. Free game. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a demo. It's a free demo. It's a free demo. Yes, the first chapter. It's like two hours, two, three hours. It took me five because I played it really, really slow, like mm-hmm. trying to talk to people five times. Yeah. Uh, just to get everything in there. Um, but it's a demo. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's a free game. Um, it, 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 it was kind of like to present his next project. He doesn't have a team yet to do it, or maybe he does by now. But. And what a way to present it. Yeah. What a way like, to make an impact. It, it's a demo I that's much better him. than, like, I don't know, like, most, <laughs> most games game release. that release that year. Yeah. 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 But it, it's also, like, Undertale slash Deltarune, like, we're, we're kind of fanboys. Uh, it's not for everyone, though. No like apologies. Because there's, there's, like, <laughs> the shmup element to it that, mm-hmm. that a lot of people hate. Oh, uh, from the original Undertale. Yeah. Oh, it's not yeah. that bad. It's fun. It, it, it kind of makes it in more Delta dynamic. In Deltarune, it's, it's, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, oh, good. I know, but uh, it's one of the main complaints. Uh, I, a bunch of people who expect the traditional RPGs, like Earthbound, but with with like layers to it and, and mm-hmm. stuff, can't get into the shmup part of it. Well, it's that whole element of adding... Um, a little bit of involvement in JRPGs. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Like, you know how, like... And you that's can, why I love it, yeah. Hit button presses at a certain time to make your attacks more powerful. Yeah. I thought it wasn't too hard, honestly, for, for the shmup part, but... Mm-hmm. Not what I heard on, on the internet. A lot of people have difficulty with it. I didn't even do the uh, genocide run on the original game, because uh, I hear it gets too hard. And, well, that's not why I didn't play it. I didn't play it because of the story. I didn't want to, like... <laughs> it's like yeah, no. fuck up the story. <laughs> yeah, I won't go there. Yeah, so I think it's interesting. The Delta Rune is pretty much telling you that there there won't be multiple choices this time around. There probably will be, but like, <laughs> yeah, during the demo, it's kind of like constantly telling you, yeah, yeah, you have no say in this. You can't change anything. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad it's transparent that way, and I'm glad he didn't compromise his artistic vi- vision because, well. It still has the same style and look and feel and everything, yeah. and the the sprites are bigger, and yeah. you can see them during battle. And I think everything. I think like Temi worked a lot more on this game than in the previous one because the mm-hmm. the, the art just yeah like goes crazy yeah it's so much better looking than the original game. The art, the music, yeah, the music's uh, all better. Like yeah. the gameplay, even outside of combat. Like where you have like uh oh, yeah there, I, I when I first played it I thought timing there were, segments yeah yeah I thought the the whole game would be that because I was like oh okay he's removing the the RPG fights and you're just gonna dodge stuff in in the levels but it's good that that that's not the entire thing yeah yeah and that game added, that's, that's like a mini game in yeah an RPG mm-hmm. you have that little bit of thing like it's the motorcycle section of yeah, I then, noticed that in Y two K, there's a freeze frame of you whipping your hair in order to interact with something in the overworld. So there's yeah. gonna be mini games in that yeah. too. And I think every in Y two K, not to, yeah. to stop talking about Delta Rune, but like in Y two K, I think every character, uh, how you attack is a different mini game for each. Yeah, yeah. So that's oh. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Delta Rune has something that most games don't have. This year, which is good UI, 
<laughs> oh, and theming. Even theming in the UI, UI is really hard to make. Yeah. But even like, have you noticed like when you're um, oh, outside yeah. of the closet, it's just the Undertale yeah, layout, like, this like the original is this Undertale world, when you this save, is that world. Yeah. and when you're in the the Narnia world, like inside the school closet. Um, the UI changes and it goes like like a 2.0 version where yeah, like yeah. everything is uh, spaced like, out differently and yeah it's like oh you thought this was gonna be more Undertale no it's mm. better yeah exactly yeah. when they're in the, in the in the closet and outside of the closet so um, I don't know what Eric R. Kelly thinks about it, but uh, <laughs> um, I'd love to, I'd love to see yeah, R. Kelly review Delta Room. <laughs> Did you see all of that? <laughs> I would watch R. that. R. Kelly reviews Delta Room. Let, let's, let's ask him, man. De- Delta Room, that kind of game really, really let's just not. hammers the point that, that video games are really my favorite medium mm-hmm. because. You know, I, I even care about the people that are behind the game. Like, I, I whatever the, the author will do in the future, whether if it's a book or anything, I would like to, I would like to enjoy it. I All would right. like to read it and consume it and understand it because we, it portrays his sense of humor, his, uh, oh, what's his name, Tol- Toby Fox? Toby Fox, that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I care about the people behind it, which really yeah, that's a like the 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 Undertale fan base is really like the Toby Fox fan base, I think. Exactly, yeah. it's tight knit, and you see, this is someone who grew up playing Earthbound. I feel the kind of humor comes, like Undertale, mm. like is doesn't borrow, but is strongly influenced mm-hmm. from Earthbound, and just its quirky humor and its style and i feel like we kind of grew up liking that kind of stuff and toby fox does it's kind of a he's kind of a representative for everybody that enjoyed those kind of games and are looking forward to more like earthbound successors yeah and as we've seen in kind of funny showcase like it's coming there's a lot more earthbound games coming Mm-hmm. Uh, he he kind of revived that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like he filled he filled our need for Earthbound, and now like there's more coming. I think there's a there's a fan game uh, for called Mother Four that was in the uh, oh yeah long time in the I making, and they kind of like they got a season desist, I think. Yeah, and, oh. and instead they're just rebrand. They're 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 taking all of the elements that like are too Earthboundy and like changing the sprites, changing the music. UI the fights but they're keeping their core game and improving upon it so we're eventually going to see that I'm sure it's going to feel earthboundy yeah it's going to like have a different branding it's kind of like how deadly premonition is not Twin Peaks but it's totally Twin Peaks (laughs) it's not like that at all but yeah you were just (laughs) trying to mislead him you tried no no No, I see what you mean like uh you, uh, you were expecting him to nod along and, and I feel, agree, I feel like no, you could no. send a season desist to whatever company owns Deadly Premonition yeah well <laughs> it's like to, to pretend that it's not influenced by Twin Peaks is it's, it's it was it's, weird but I think it was like a uh, a company thing like okay. at the time he had to say that it's not yeah, yeah. but you can clearly see like that there's there's elements Stole. like straight borrowed yeah. from it like not even influence stolen one way but yeah the legal the legal differences are very well different like the, it's not the same thing at all um yeah 
but that's that's pretty much my fave fives. Yeah, I I tried to make a a top five list of of the games I played this year, like the the games that I enjoyed, not the top five best games. Mm-hmm. Um, and f- before naming them, I I want to give a quick shout out to Return of the Oberdin, uh, The Messenger, Hollow Knight, and Golf Story. Uh-huh. Um, some of them didn't come out this year. I feel like. Hollow Knight came out this year. It didn't. It came out last year, but there's been like there they've been adding content to it constantly, and I think it came out on the Switch this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start with uh, and Golf Story also I think was last year, but I'll start with like for the shoutouts like go- Golf Story. Uh, it was really it kind of did that Earthbound thing where it was like heartwarming. Um, if you haven't played it, it's it's an RPG uh, based around golf. Isn't that <laughs> the RPG Golf story? made yeah. by Noodle Cake uh, Studios? I don't know who made it. Uh, I, I don't know the, uh, what they what else they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's kind of like it's got that vibe that Game Boy Color RPG. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like it's it's a it's a bit easy, but it's charming. It it it, it does really feel like I'm repeating myself, but it does really feel like an RPG where you have like different towns that have like different themes mm-hmm. and basically these will inform your uh, how how the the gameplay updates through the game because uh, at the beginning it's just normal golf mm. and then like you'll go into a lava world let's say or whatever um, oh, that's and that'll, cool. that'll make it harder and harder and uh you 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 improve your gear every town you go to like it's Cool. Yeah, cool. That's really cool. And it's the story of a of a guy that like basically the prologue of the game. You start as a kid who's playing golf with his father, and then it right after that it switches to uh, to you're playing this guy who decides to return to to the town where he he learned how to play golf as a kid, and he decides that's gonna be his uh, his life from now on. And mm-hmm. you 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 quickly learn like it's not it's not a overtly serious on the story, but you quickly learn that like. He's had a life. Uh, he's married to 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 somebody, and he was clearly unhappy in his like uh, corporate life, and he decides to just go like fuck it. I'm gonna go play golf, and like that's the game. Like how he wants to just become the very best, basically. And he just decides to follow his childhood dream instead of like whatever, hmm. like just yeah. And it's uh, it it has like that. Earthbound humor, it's quirky, and the gameplay is 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 just top notch. Like they they really nailed the the old two D golf games. There's even like a NES game inside it, kind of like Celeste did, oh. or or it's like the original oh. golf games huh. that are really okay. really hard to play. Yeah. I've talked about Golf Story for too long, but, but but basically, yeah, that 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 game was really lovely to me. Um, it was nice to play. It took maybe a week and a half. Um, and Hollow Knight, well, it it's it's the best Metroidvania. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's just the best. Um, it kind of gets too too hard for me for with boss fights. Like the, the expansions just became more and more boss fights, but the the amount of like exploring you do in that game and how much deeper it is than you think it is at the beginning, it, it reminded me of a Symphony of the Night, and that's why I like mm-hmm. like uh, Metro like Metroidvania is I uh, one of my favorite genres, 
but like nothing really surpassed Symphony of the Night and the 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 feeling of like discovery. Everything was just a better version of Symphony of the Night afterwards, mm. but it wasn't like wow, what am I playing? And Hollow Knight nailed that. Like the art not just because of the art style, just like every single world or like area in that game, mm-hmm. you just go, what the fuck? Every time <laughs> the game just blows out of proportion. It's like ten times bigger than you think it is, even after five hours. Usually in those games like two hours in, you've finished the intro and then Like, the next five to seven hours are, like, you exploring different parts of a castle or different parts of whatever. Mm -hmm. This game just keeps growing and growing. It just goes deeper and deeper into the world, and it's fantastic. And you start caring about the story because it's like a slow burn story a la Dark Souls. It's not the Dark Souls of Metroidvanias. We mentioned it. We mentioned it. Oh, shit. It had to come sooner or later. Episode (laughs) 3. I think we did last... I did last week. Did a joke on... But anyway, (laughs) uh, it it does that thing where, like, you start caring about the story as you go because the lore is in the items. The lore is, like, in the backgrounds. And it's... It has, like, that world that's really connected and you can go back to in so many ways. Uh, the other game, The Messenger, is uh, you've you've all played it, I think. Yeah, it, it, it. I didn't play it myself, but I saw a lot yeah. of gameplay out of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, read a lot of reviews, yeah. and it kind of spoiled it for me. I should have played it instead. Quite honestly, yeah. I wish the trailer didn't show that you move from eight bit to sixteen bit. Yeah, because I would have still been... played it. I would have still played it because it's a Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. But I get, I get that they wanted to show their little gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't put in my, well, it's because it's guacamole, but it's with the 16-bit. Yeah. And, and it's our thing that we love, right? We love 8-bit music. We love 16-bit music. So, like, there's two soundtracks to the game. Like, CD1 is 8-bit. CD2 is 16-bit. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's really cool. Um, it just reminded yeah. me of that trailer for that dog movie we saw before Into the Spider-Verse, where <laughs> the trailer why? showed the whole movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it kind of does that, but, but <laughs> yeah, the trailer for the, the dog, messenger the showed too much of it. Phone. Oh, wow. <laughs> right in the trailer. And, but yeah, the, the messenger, um, also has a lot of humor. We, we discussed mm-hmm. that. I, I didn't put it in my top five because I, I, I stopped playing it. Like I, I, I played it for two days in a row and didn't finish it. And I was like, okay, I'm done with this. You got it. And but I, I'm yeah. really gonna, I'm gonna go back to it for sure because uh, as I made this list, I was like, oh yeah, this is one of the best games of the year. So I need mm-hmm. to play it again. So it didn't do enough retention like Hollow Knight did, because it Hollow kept Knight I lost myself in, and like I think I played for two weeks, like uh, just every time I would come back home from work, I would just like play it until I fell asleep. And uh, and there's also like moments in Hollow Knight where it's your own exploration. Like you don't know that you need maybe a lamp to go somewhere. I, I got lost in that really dark like abyss world somewhere, and I was scared. And Is it's a two D game. Or? And I was, um, <laughs> it's spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's there like you'll know when you get there. Yeah. Uh, like there there after you've discovered every area though like the game kind of loses a bit of uh i'm going back to hollow knight mm-hmm. the 
it loses its appeal. Its appeal is really discovery. And um, then it becomes like, go find that boss fight. Go find that harder version of that boss fight. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's it caters to a different audience. Like, find I'm the original, like, Metroidvania, find everything audience. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, I, I couldn't finish, like, the true ending because the boss is way too hard. Mm -hmm. It's... I rarely do this, but I just went online and looked at the ending. But I still think that and, and is that's, still an option. Yeah, always. And, and that's like a that's that's a reason it's not also on my top five. But like it's it's it was still like sixty something hours of di discovering the entire map and like being really happy doing so the entire time. Great. Um, at a at a small small price, I believe it was thirty dollars. Uh, yeah, something like that. At, at launch, yeah. On Switch, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a new expansion, so I might actually go back to it again. The Messenger is going to have a new expansion. I think it's out now, I'm not sure. So that's another reason to go back to yeah. that. I love that indie games just keep adding on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's too much, like Shadows of Night. But uh, there, yeah, anyway, my last mention was uh, Return of the Oberdim, which uh, was kind of like, um, it was really good. I think you need to finish it. Yeah, uh, that's that's yeah that's uh, vacation plans. Yeah, we 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 talked about it uh, last episode. I, I don't think there's much to add there, yeah. other than like uh, it's one great investigation, and um, it it really racks your mind. You need to 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 take notes to play it. All right, and because um, and at least you can see uh, old uh, old cutscenes again. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of a hassle, like to to go back to the old cutscenes because you need to physically go to them, and they're all like blurred, uh, blurred uh, images. So, mm. and since there's a lot on the ship, like you kind of forget which is which. And, okay. Uh, so you should take notes in advance, like Keep from track. the clothes to yeah. like the eyes to like f all the facial features of everyone and what they're doing and who they're with. Like I I wrote uh, two full pages of notes. And it wasn't enough, so I needed to go back and like, yeah. So it, it kind of like, it, uh, it's more than a video game to me. So I, I couldn't put it in my top five also because of that. I, I Even if I don't even play that kind of game, yeah, I have the impression that I will feel fulfilled once I, feel, I have yeah, and I, finished it, it. I feel like it's also <laughs> for people who like, you know, played old PC games. Yeah, uh, who aren't necessarily into video games now, mm -hmm. it would fit really well. Like you would games have a great for time. Your dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And like, it's not just yeah, it, it, games for your dad. That's a great description. <laughs> and I think I think that's why the press loved it so much. Is because they're they're all getting Their dads. older. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, there's two dad games in my top five. But I'll start with my 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 fifth favorite game of the year. Uh, which was uh, Celeste. Mm. And um, mm. Celeste, we talked about during the Vegeta Awards. Yep. <laughs> um, I just want to add something, and it's that the, the way this game teaches you to play is the best way any game teaches you to play. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's really, really difficult. But... Um, It'll, it, it just has that thing where it teaches you how to master every single room you play in that, like, it could be your first video game. Even, even if it's the hardest game you're play, you play, you, it's one of the hardest games I've ever played. 
um, it could it could really just be like if if somebody's never played a video game like uh, if I was a dad this I would is drop a good that first. I would yeah. drop that in front of a, a kid and mm. be like place a list for the next year they would have good taste your kid would have a very good video game I think they'd also have a good time <laughs> like they'd obviously feel frustration but uh, I absolutely agree with you this is a master class in like game design yeah uh-huh. and isn't it the kind of game that easily during the 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 times where your your son uh, would have trouble going through it you would take the controller and you would have as much fun just going through that passage yeah uh, for your son yeah and then after he would feel like oh i should get better yeah. so that i'm able to do that next you, time you can do that but i feel that's it's also a game where there's uh adaptable difficulty levels mm-hmm so it's yeah. you can adapt it to go to a really easy level mm-hmm. and the game is like it's fine if you're you can't get through this it's okay you can lower the difficulty and just blast through the sequence that you're having a hard time with mm-hmm. and it says it's not the way it's intended to be played but you can still do it we like it's better if you get through this and keep mm. playing the game by lowering the difficulty than just You not know, having fun, right? Yeah, exactly. Then yeah. banging your head over it over and over again. But I, I feel like it's it's just every... So basically, when you die in that game, uh, you respawn at the beginning of the room, and every room is really small. And it does that thing where uh, Nintendo does it in uh, Mario games, where every level teach you, teaches you a thing, that, and it won't hurt you. And then it teaches you how it could hurt you. And then, like, you go oh. through a phase of, like, getting better at it. And then at the end, you're a master of that room. So intuitive, gradual gameplay But, uh, like, constantly, elements. constantly that. And um, unfortunately, like, when, when I tried to do this list, I, I played a bit of those games again. Like, the, uh, the games I, I, I finished a long time ago. Celeste is, I finished a long time ago. I tried to play it again. And I was, like, at the harder levels. <laughs> I couldn't play it at all. <laughs> like it was just too difficult for me. I'd have to start over, and I actually might, but there's like too many games, so probably not. Um, <laughs> too many here. games. Moving on, uh, my fourth favorite game of the year was God of War. Mm. Um, I feel like uh, we've said enough about God of War, honestly. Yeah. Um, just try it, people. That's yeah, right. That's your, your second dad game, right? Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. It's literal dad, I see. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah. It's <laughs> Now I get it. Uh, and uh, number three, really quickly, is Dragon Quest Eleven, which. Um, so to be honest, like the number five and number four are like the only two games that uh, were on the VG VG Awards and probably on other people's like best games list. I think we're going to see Spider-Man, but I don't think we're going to see any of the other games. Uh, Dragon Quest XI, really, um, it's it's my favorite RPG since maybe Final Fantasy X at the time. Damn, okay. Yeah. Um, I really love X too, honestly. Yeah. There's no, a lot of bad shit 10 in there. I mean, oh. just X. X2 had really good mechanics. Uh, the gameplay was really, really fun. It was a really bad game, though. Oh, but the cringy Charlie's Angels kind yeah, of vibe exactly, was yeah. a little... It was, it was good to go back to, like, jobs and stuff. And it was nice that it was, like, an alternate, like, a sequel to X, but I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, it's yeah. a... It, if I, 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 I loathe uh, Tetsuya Nomura's... Uh, 
approach to Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, after after <laughs> after ten. Yeah, after ten. The thing is, ten like, ends so. Ten is the end of good Final Fantasy, basically. Ten ends in a manner that is extremely dramatic, but to the point. Yeah. And I love its ending. Yeah. I love that it. It's a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 a tragedy, and it, I know it's an old game. I won't. I still won't spoil the ending, but I feel like. Yeah. The ending is earned by the end of Final Fantasy X, and ten two is just nah, man. That was too sad. Oh yeah. man, I, yeah. I, I still that's listen what ten two is. It yeah. just feels like nah, that was too sad. I'm not happy. The problem with ten two uh, let, also let's, let's is be that... happy again. <laughs> the whole game is just like not yeah. not assuming the decision you made by finishing Final Fantasy X the way it did. And story wise, they like they kind of introduced it in a really weird way, which is there's a story that happens between 10 and 10 2 to link both and they came in like a demo disc somewhere in the magazine i can't I well can't, that sucks yeah i had it and i was like oh that's cool but nowadays you just like it would be a downloadable like they should have offered it yeah for it free really really <laughs> weird of them to do that i do have to give something to 10 2 i do think that like the whole I really uh, like the fighting. In that the game. fighting, uh, the 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 job system with the costumes was really cool. I like the whole like they were kind of a pop band thing. I, I didn't mind that. Yeah, and it was cool I to see Final it. Fantasy. <laughs> with like a, it was like a full like female cast of yeah. like characters, and that's I don't think that was precedented in any Final Fantasy game that before game. that. Like I really yeah. There's some cool elements to it. I just it's, feel like story-wise, it didn't need to be attached to the plot of Final the thing, Fantasy X. That's the ten, thing. Like every every just, Final Fantasy game after that, no matter how fun it can be, the story is an insult to the player. Mm. Twelve uh, to X to X two, right? And then there's eleven, which let's it's, not talk it's, about it's that. It's an MMO. Yes. There, there's yeah. twelve it is like the like a stone. Twelve is the Ivalis world. I I. As much as I love that game, it shouldn't be called Final Fantasy XII. It should be like Vagrant Story Two or whatever. Should or be like, Final uh, Fantasy Tactics. RPG it, should, it should have been called something. like Final Fantasy Tales of Ivalice or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And then uh, there's thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, that was that was that was. I, I finished it. I finished it. Won't finish it again. Great, great, <laughs> great fighting again, and yes. like uh, good gameplay. The story it, is a joke. I hate the fact that... You, I have to get this off my chest real quick. Yeah, I hate no. the fact that to have the optimal party, you have to have three members. Those three members. It's impossible to be good at the game oh. without those three members. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to... It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's an insult. It gives you the impression you have yeah. the choice. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah. And then there's like Final Fantasy XIV, which got good after it was rebooted. Um, then there's Final Fantasy XV, which... Like, the fav- my favorite stuff about that is the slice of life. It's the daily life of the characters. The, the story is, again, just an insult to the player. And I don't know why they keep doing this. And then you, you play Dragon Quest XI, which is just pure fun. And it knows that like a, like a typical RPG story isn't what's viable for players nowadays. And it, it still does one well. Like it's, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'm not there yet, but I hear there's like a there's a second part of the game, uh, which yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, I can't wait to get there. Um, 
Rita mentioned stuff about Dragon Quest earlier, and it's just that it's pure fun to go back to. I, I tried to play other games this week, and all I could think about was, why am I trying to finish these other games? I just want to like have fun in Dragon Quest. Yeah. I remember that fun uh, in Final Fantasy IX. I remember that fun in X. I remember that fun playing Pokemon uh, over and over. It's really good to go back to that feeling that I kind of lost in my mid-twenties or early-twenties. Like, uh, I wanted my life to be a bit more serious and I couldn't waste my time playing long-ass JRPGs. And mm-hmm. the JRPGs kind of did that too. They took themselves way too seriously. This one executes it seriously, but it just, it, 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 like, it doesn't insult you for playing it. Mm-hmm. See, you can, you can do that, uh... What do you call it? The groping of the slimes? Yeah, that's a, that's a. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm okay with forgetting the name. Yeah. But <laughs> my uh, second favorite game of the year was uh, Vampire, which it's my second favorite game of the year. So you guys should play it. Okay. Um, it's the best vampire game. <laughs> like, oh they're, really? They're, it's they're... a vampire game? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, Vampire with yeah. a Y. How yeah. edgy. It was made by the people, I think, who made Life is Strange, right? Yeah, uh, I think I, it's I, Don't I'm not Nod. sure because I, I didn't play the Life is Strange games. So they have different teams. And it's the oh, team okay. that made uh, Remember game. Me? Oh, that like sci-fi <laughs> really weird game. Uh, Remember Me? I have that I scratched even... the niche of like really bad French sci-fi <laughs> stuff. Like Le Cassant <laughs> or whatever. Like, like, cyber- like Fifth yeah. Element-esque. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. Okay. cyberpunk but memory. it's more cyberpunk yeah yeah like yeah um character action it's really adventure. good cyberpunk mm-hmm. in its lore like it has like people with two two first names and stuff like and there was the whole <laughs> corporations like, that like merged into other corporations and ais that like fuck with you well it seems very inspired from like french sci-fi bds yeah, like exactly. That. Yeah, it and, nailed that. Yeah. And that's cool. I think that's cool. It's I just think that there was a it, memory rewriting mechanic too. Where yeah, it's like you had to really go through fun. someone's memory. And the problem just, is the game, the fighting was just subpar, and also French bidets aren't for everyone at all. So mm-hmm. it yeah. just flopped. I feel yeah, it's very niche and it's ironic that and not a lot of people remembers. And that's probably what's gonna happen. It's ironic. Yeah. Yes. It's super, and it's also uh, it's probably what's gonna happen to Vampire. It's no. very niche. It's uh it's a throwback to old RPGs, not too old, not Baldur's Gate old, but like maybe your first Dragon Age. Maybe Vampire maybe... the Masquerade Bloodlines. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so I don't want to name that because... It's still popular today, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah. so I Bloodlines love... is really, really like... I, it's really good. It's hmm. still good. And it scratched that itch. Um, okay, good. It doesn't good. at first, so people like the, and people didn't get far into it because they hate the fight system in that game. Um, it doesn't at first because it, it really wants you to, to be introduced to that world. Like, uh, you start off as a vampire that doesn't know what a vampire is they kind of heard of it but so you play as this doctor guy who who gets turned into a vampire by somebody and you don't know who they are mm. and um that's cool yeah and you, it's you, like you don't even know when it happened yeah well you, okay you kind of know you, but you don't you know do because you wake up okay. right after but okay like um you, he he's just turned and he's like oh fuck what am i gonna do and the game is just pure theme and pure vibe like the mood of that game is perfect like it's what you wish interview with the vampire the movie 
was okay like uh, I've watched that movie recently like yeah. after I finished the game I just went into like vampire stuff I used to like as a kid and it was it's not as good as have I have you read the book it. no I'm about to read it I, I uh, read I read the book you, you, you pretty, loaned it pretty darn I lent it to you right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, but basically it it's like a more serious take on it and uh, there's there's two aspects of the game like there's mo there's two ways to play the game and that's as the main character who does not like the idea that he's turned into a vampire mm. and not in like a broody like uh, I'm gonna romance novel way but like in a I'm I, I'm stuck with this and yeah. he, he's a doctor he his so whole like, thing oh, and that's like I'm it's cliche like but it's say, like he, yeah. he wants to save lives not like take them mm -hmm. so the game has like this whole huge skill tree that's like for you like that, that's there for you and you can't use it if you don't want to kill people because you you get experience points by murdering people so you get experience points by like taking lives well so so that's if you don't so if you don't want to take lives the game is going to be really hard so if you want to play it as intended the game is going to be like very very hard so it's mm. like it's tempting you in gameplay and in story that's good to like become that. like a monster yeah, you could go the and easy way, but yeah. you're if you awful. go do the easy yeah. way, you're gonna get the bad ending basically, and that's that's something that people hated because they just wanted their power fantasy of like I'm gonna be a cool ass vampire because it's a vampire game, and I'm gonna have all these blood powers and like teleporting <laughs> and shit, and the the game is like no, the character doesn't want to do any of that, so good mm -hmm. luck surviving. So would you recommend this game to fans of Undertale? It's, it's, so it's an audience. A, it's no? a it's a 3D game. Uh, the 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 fighting is kind of like Dark Souls. But <laughs> it's yeah. like it's a double A game too. It's not triple A game. So yeah. like the gameplay isn't uh, isn't the best. I'm like okay it's, with that. It's what most people hate of it. I I'd recommend it to people who like good story, uh, good role playing games, uh, in general, and. Uh, people got taste really <laughs> like okay. everybody who, who who I talked to that disliked it just didn't give it enough time okay um, I feel the whole it's like, really yeah. hard it's like every oh. time you you get better like the game just throws harder enemies at okay. you it like knows. on purpose it knows and um, you could like literally just start so so the other aspect of it is that every person that you can gain XP from is an NPC in this small London town I think it's in London I'm not sure anymore London-ish yeah, mm -hmm. it's got like four districts, and every district has maybe twelve to fifteen uh, NPCs okay. that all have their lives, that all have like their story that you need to find out to figure mm. out. And the more you know about the people, the more XP they give you for your uh, for your for your stuff for okay. your like abilities. But like um, basically, the more you learn about them, the less you want to kill them. Or yeah, more, yeah, or depending yeah. on if they're depending a monster, on, you start yeah, depending to have a on who you are, kind of. Because there are like there's a killer on the loose yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, so so like you're you're getting more XP uh, if you kill them if you learn more about them. So that's really freaking interesting and a bold but move. But you but you want to kill them less and less. Yeah, as yeah. weird as it sounds, that reminds me of Undertale. 
Yeah, no, it has that. Like, and, uh, that that's why you mentioned of, like, it, if right? you kill things, like you get more yeah. XP, so you can fight. If easier, you love the pacifist yeah. route, exactly. Uh, and, yeah, and Undertale, like it, ha- it's, it's, and it's clearly intended to be played that way because the mm-hmm. best ending is when you don't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, yeah, it has multiple like districts with their own lives. Everybody has like choices, uh, like discussion choices, uh, like early, like Mass Effect one maybe. Okay. But it's like a bit earlier than that, like when games were like RPGs were a bit more like well written, I'd say less yeah. accessible maybe. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. So it it feels like a game that came out of those years, but plays well. And uh, yeah, it. I didn't put it as my first game only because. I'm a fanboy of the first game on my list, which is Yakuza 6, uh, that you mentioned earlier. (laughs) And, and like, it's definitely my list of games I enjoyed the most because Yakuza 6 is not the best game of the year. Like, uh... I agree. And I can't recommend it as your first Yakuza game. Like, like, you know, best game of the year is like, oh, the game you're going to be playing. Mm -hmm. Like, you should play this. It's the best game of the year. You shouldn't play Yakuza 6 (laughs) as your first Yakuza game at all. It's hard to, to, to just dive right into yeah. that series at that point. Yeah, and um, it's the best that game of the, uh, of the year as well. Okay. So it's not... It, like, there's there's a thing where God of War does this thing where uh, Kratos learns to be a dad, but to, like, a, a grown child already. Like, it's more yeah. like he, was, he wasn't in touch with, with the kid. It's not his kid, blah, blah, yeah. blah. The child I was raised is, already, like, but yeah. he, he, just, he didn't raise it. Yeah, he's just it's it's a dad that's too late, and that's very relatable. Um, <laughs> too <laughs> real. Y- Yakuza Six does this right thing. Yeah, Yakuza Six does this thing where it throws a baby at you. And it's like deal with it. Yeah, yeah literally. And uh, what do no, I do with that? No, no escape in this. Moments. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the beauty of Yakuza is that you play as the nicest man on earth, who does not want to fight at all but he's also the strongest guy on uh, in the world so <laughs> it's like be capable manga. of extreme violence it's, yeah it, it's like the but, opposite yeah it's like uh you know he doesn't want to fight people like always want to fight him because he's so cool basically yeah he, he he looks tough because he doesn't take shit either so yeah I mean, so you just walk around you see trouble you go hey stop doing that yeah, so he's just like... Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, we won't. And then you destroy the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, so he's just a reasonable person. Yeah, he, and <laughs> but that's that's rare in like uh, in, in video games, honestly. Yeah. Usually it's people you can't really relate to. Um, yeah, I like, love Kiryu. And yeah. I love that they... After six in the series, yeah. well, not counting all the spinoffs and, and yeah. whatnot and remakes... Uh, they did not lose their original intention for the character. Yeah, this is the last story of Kiryu on purpose. Uh, it, it was announced much earlier. Uh, at f- during the development of 5, it was supposed to be 5, and they decided to make that story a bit longer. just took them too long to release 6, mm. to the point where they got a new engine, and then 6 came out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, like starting with Yakuza 3 uh, well starting with the first game he's tired of the Yakuza life so it's not like a, a gritty fantasy of like you're in the underworld of stuff no, yeah. and and starting from the third one the, the character starts an orphanage and a lot of the gameplay is like 
you're you're you take care of an orphanage but well not a lot of the gameplay but like that's that forms his character and it's uh it was really emotional for me to like uh live the end of his story um mm-hmm. although they did a, yeah, anyway it's a, it's like a journey a send-off of the character that's been yeah there since the, the uh, and uh it's like since ps2 Wow. Right, like uh, the the first games were on PlayStation Two, and uh, so it's been, I guess it's at least twelve years okay. of just. And these games are games that like there's forty to fifty hours of cut cutscenes and yeah. story and just like they're story heavy. Yeah, and uh, very enjoyable though. Yeah, it, all right. of it because it, it's it's very well paced and everything people talk and have pauses like in normal conversations and normal reactions that's my shit yeah (laughs) that's my shit yeah Yeah. and it does it does the the it has that beautiful thing where a lot of games don't know like red dead redemption or they or they don't know when to be gamey and when to be serious and this game blows them out of the way it's it's just because because the most ridiculous stuff will happen in yakuza like uh aforementioned uh, having to be a mascot for a day or or like training a baseball team <laughs> yes i've heard there's yeah. like a whole base baseball team management simulation yeah or like managing a host club or recruiting solving. a cat cafe yeah yes recruiting for a cat cafe wow. yeah you have to find cats to, to bring them to the cat cafe because it's a it's a shelter cafe <laughs> i love it it's what i love it, it was but so it also has cute. like the most like serious bit cliche at times like uh stories that you'll find in drama in like that you'll find on netflix for like 12 episodes and find it really mm. cool and like then there's another one the next year. Yeah, but even Netflix doesn't have Beat Takeshi. Exactly. Uh, Beat, <laughs> Beat, Beat Takeshi is in the last game. And he's kind of the, the forefront of Yakuza movies. He didn't mm-hmm. start the genre because that's a much earlier genre than him. But he popularized it in the West. And he's like an icon of Yakuza movies. Mm-hmm. And they got him for the game. That's how much recognition this game has at this point. And, and he, it's, he doesn't like games generally. He even made a game. No, he about, hates video games. Yeah. About how he doesn't he's like an old games. guy. He's yeah. like the Witcher author. Um, oh. yeah but yeah it's a really good game too like uh, I, I, I watched a good uh, yeah okay anyway um, it's my best game of the year I could ramble on for like another hour or two about it yeah well uh, we had a man. lot to say about 2018 and yeah. I think we all agree here at Three Canadian Thumbs that gaming is not dead at all <laughs> yeah, it's, never it's, dying. it's yeah. Yeah. the last few years have been the years of like too many games like yeah. i keep saying that but like it's also of the best games we've had like, yeah yeah like, I, I honestly thought that it was going to uh, celeste, to be an industry like, yeah. that's <laughs> celeste is like a platformer and it's the best platformer there is yeah. that's insane like you've you've done that genre over and over again and, and you still come out with like the best and Dragon Quest XI is like a traditional RPG it's one of the best traditional RPGs it's in the world so wholesome you, and, and just you, you'd think these games would just like stagnate at a point and they did like there was a few years where 
Japanese games are dead or whatever. And then, like, they're just rebranded in a certain way. Or, like, Vampire, like, it, it was, um, like, early PS or uh, PC RPG era type game. And it just gets released this year. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, we're, yeah, we're, we're like, shoved great games in our faces every, yeah. like, every week, every month. There's and remember how... Yeah. When when the Xbox One was coming out and yeah. it was going to be always online and the statement of the leader at the time was saying that there is no future in uh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in single player games oh, and yeah. okay years went by and proved them totally fucking wrong. I just noticed yeah. that like the five games on my list are single player games. Yeah, there you go. Over last yeah. year, I'm thinking about Near Automata, which was. And I'm a guy who loves Call of Duty, yeah. Destiny, all that stuff. It's it's what stagnated is multiplayer. Games. I feel it's just there's room for any type of gaming. Yeah, like single yeah. player gaming isn't dead. It's just there's there's more space now for different types yeah, of. He games. only said that because he canceled. Uh, well, he didn't do it himself, but like the Star Wars game, right? Yeah, it was just a, a, a shitty excuse for like canceling a game everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, did you read that? There is that, Blood Sweat yeah, Pixels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's harsh. Like, there's this trend every generation where it's like, oh, maybe gaming is dead. Maybe consoles won't won't do well. And I'm like, no. Until I'm like 95 and like in my grave or whatever, like these games will be popular because <laughs> I'm gonna keep buying them. I just imagine <laughs> you at 95 in a grave, but you're not even dead. No, I'm just <laughs> there, just, just like old and angry and playing games with your Switch. And just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kratos like uh, destroying like the Japanese pantheon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens in the future. And uh, so uh, we, us here at Three Canadian Thumbs, we wish you happy holidays, happy whatever you celebrate, happy family time. Yeah, enjoy Christmas. Uh, I don't know about family time. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. just just have a good time. Like Do your thing. it's it, I I was saying that like as a joke because it's it's known to be like scientifically proven the the most depressing time of the year. Oh yeah. Because like you spend a lot of money, you put so much pressure on yourself. Just go play a good video game. Yeah. yeah just and enjoy the time you have. And to the millions of people, we're gonna play Smash and Red Dead during. Oh, yeah. uh, just spread the love. We barely uh, just remember Smash. remember that other games exist yeah. and yeah. give them a chance. Yeah. Smash Dead Redemption. <laughs> World of Dead. Maybe, maybe it's going to combine one day as DLC. Well, we, we don't know. There's 20, 20 fucking heroes, the 20 Smash uh, DLC what? characters announced. Yep. Uh, five smash passes with five oh, really? characters each. I thought it was like five characters. Okay. Yeah, because I know this year we're getting six. There's, oh my there's god. Five passes announced? Uh, yeah, five, what the hell? five DLCs. Oh, with well, five I'm, each. I'm happy because I think that's the way this game needs to go. Yeah. But like, just keep already announced? That's crazy. Yeah. Keep putting right. more characters. Yeah. Keep this game is done. It's roster. already the yeah. best version of it, although melee people will, like, we'll digress. Yeah. It's, it's becoming Mugen. <laughs> But like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. But it's good. Mugen. Yeah. <laughs> Triple A Mugen. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Wow. We're gonna, what we're a gonna time have our salty bets. On, have a good uh, Christmas, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, and I have been Jamie. It's been uh, fun, and I'm Rita. 
and I'm Pierre, and I'm going to bed. Yeah, it's late. Bye. So, good night. We're gonna take you for a ride. We're gonna take you for a ride.